Okay, so we got Will Peterson on the show today. Will's going to replace Carl. He's forever. Carl. No, oh, no, not, not forever. forever. Sorry, did I say uh, that publicly? You said that publicly. <laughs> okay, Carl is in Washington, D.C. for a roommate's Ooh. wedding. Okay. Will, you are a freshman in college, right? Yes, sir. At the U. Yes, sir. Did you know your roommate? Yes and no. So I met him on Instagram, like, in the in the spring, because you know that's it's where's all, he it's from? All He's from Hopkins. Hopkins. Okay. It, would you describe the relationship as a good relationship? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. What's what's the thing? What's what's the thing that he? Wait, can we cut? Hang on. No, this this is actually bad. no, no. Keep it going. No, it's cold. You gotta go. It's just. Are we gonna put you in danger? Do you want me no. to tell you my freshman year roommate? I twice. I don't I think. I don't twice. think he's gonna listen to this anyway. No. He, the roommate situation is very good. Like he's a very courteous roommate. Okay. Yeah. We'll just wow. keep it at that. So we'll keep I, it, we'll I will it. tell you <laughs> that was, you just dug yourself out of about a six foot hole. There, it's very courteous. So I I will say my freshman year college roommate was one of the worst roommates, the worst roommate I've ever had. He woke up um, each weekend morning at like eight o'clock off of an alarm, jumped out of bed to play nice. free cell and watch am- anime. Okay. Um, during the weekdays, his classes were always before mine. So he would turn on the lights and dry shave in the room with Ooh. an electric razor. So then I was up, right? Makeup doesn't ring. Yeah, that's bad. Um, he didn't go to a traditional high school. He went to high school at the University of North Texas, so he had a roommate before. He said his roommate there, the most common channel that they had on the TV was not ESPN. It was the Weather Channel. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, oh. I kind of like this guy. Never left the room. Never mm. once left the room. He was the worst roommate of all time. Kayla. Okay, um, I just want to say I was my freshman year of college. I didn't sign up for housing um, as fast as I should have. I was, like, pretty late. I was in extended housing, so I was in a room that was probably about as big as this office with four other girls, so I think I beat you. Okay, what, what was the <laughs> worst? Terrible. What was the worst? Literally, it was four girls, four lofts, or five girls, four, five lofts. You all got, like, a teeny tiny little closet. You all were in the same room. You're never alone. Ooh. It was Ooh. Same room. No dividers. Oh, no, no, Yep. No. There was a girl there that was homeschooled and an only child. <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. That wasn't named Kayla. <laughs> I was not homeschooled. Okay, Tony, who was the worst brother mm. at Capacic? Gosh, that's so easy. So Well, easy. okay, who so was I it? didn't live... On campus, my freshman year, I lived with my parents because save money. No, it's that was the deal. Like we'll oh. pay for college, gross books and tuition. But Tony, but you not, lived in South Minneapolis at the time, yeah, so, so it wasn't I that commuted, far. And I joined a fraternity, so I was immediately immersed in the campus, but didn't have housing. And then my sophomore year, I moved in and to the fraternity. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so it's my sophomore year, and I get a freshman. Who's away Ooh. from home for the first time? Where so, was he and from? And he had and, and I had a job and he didn't. So he literally it was just one party after another and another and another. And he was, uh, so I lived in for three years. Had roommates. Lived off campus. Lived on campus for three years. He was by far the worst roommate. What was the, what he was got the a care straw? package every week? <laughs> 
like cookies and brownies and money and everything. And my parents lived five minutes away, never came and saw me, never sent me a damn thing. So, yeah, it was it was a rude awakening to uh, what a spoiled brat this guy was. He was, and I still I see the guy once in a while. I'm like, yeah, he haven't changed at all. <laughs> Miranda's so. worst roommate's parents. Her dad is going to preside over our wedding. Ah, that's pretty, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. So. Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire. Okay, so like we said, Will is on this week. Welcome, Will. Thank you. So happy to be here. So You've Will, done a great job so far. Yeah. Eh. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I give myself a, a, a solid B. Solid B. Okay, so the picks you were brutal. Will, what are you up to this year? Then what's new with Will? Um. So I have four jobs. Um, <laughs> as well as being yeah. a full-time student. Uh, so Youth Hockey Hub, obviously holding it down there. Yep. Um, public address announcing for... And we want more of you. We, yeah. We turn down more gigs. I know, accept. man. That's fine. And I get it. You're in college yeah. and you got other stuff. Um, Benilde St. Margaret's, I took over for Robin Cook as the public address voice of the boys, boys program. Boys or just, just boys? boys. Okay. Um, and then working for Game Time Media as a high school sports play-by-play guy. I think I'm on their podcast on Tuesday. Yeah, they're great folks. Cheating um, on us. Okay, I see it. <laughs> and I then, go on once a year, twice a year. Okay. And then the fourth one is um, with the Gopher Digital Production Team. So doing a whole whole host of different things for them. It's been, it's I've really seen fun. you holding the camera. I've mm-hmm. seen you doing women's basketball. What yep. else have you done? Um, some stuff in the control room. They, they do a really good job. I mean, straight from the get go, you're kind of in the thick of it. You take a lot of different roles, producing, directing, doing replay type stuff. It's, it's been a really fun experience. You, wanted to, you told me in, when you were in high school, that's not something like yeah. a career, but now maybe a career or no? Uh, I, I've, I've, I'm very grateful for the work experience, but definitely would rather be in front of the camera than behind the scenes. Oh yeah. But do you want to be in this, in this media racket the rest of your life? Ask me again in two, two years. years. All right. I think you do a great job at it. You'd make a good living out yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, at least, you know, you where you got you can make a start. Yeah, for sure. Working for us, that's for sure. On a podcast. Well, oh. there's, he could just basically build his own. Yes. Everything with us. And if you want to, if you want to be in hockey, but if you like basketball, or, I know yeah. you're a big baseball guy, so. Youth Hockey Hub becomes Youth Baseball Hub. Ooh. We're in the wrong state for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it all started. You know that, right? Yeah. My we, brother we, and I were going to do it. baseball, and I went, wait, 
This is stupid. Let's yeah. do hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play every year. You know, play all year <laughs> round. So it worked. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Will, you're replacing Carl. We need you to do permanently. Some... <laughs> Not... <laughs> he will replace Carl on another weekend coming up. Sure. Okay. This next weekend, right? Seventeenth. I, th- I think it might be next weekend too. All right. Um, but we're gonna need you to do what Carl does for us. Mm-hmm. Okay? Holy family. Holy family. Holy family. Uh, no, that's no. what I was told. You're gonna have to attend at least five Duluth East games. Oh man, you're just gonna don't do don't it? make me do that. Yeah, can you uh, do it. You're a West Side Duluth guy. Yeah, you can do that. That's where Cent- you live, Central right? Central Duluth. Really? How far? I, how far so, do you live from Denfeld? I'm in the Denfeld district. It's, oh, pra- yeah. it's probably eight minutes to Denfeld. What's your closest? To I've been to all the parks. What's your closest park? Anger. Anger? They have a hockey rink there? No, no, no. Oh, you're you're, you're, you're talking you're talking like Closest youth hockey. Rink, um, it would be Duluth Heights. Duluth Heights? Yeah, it's a nice park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, you are central then. Yeah. Wasn't Duluth Heights right near Central High School? Yeah. Yeah, it's not far at all. Yeah. I saw they just finally sold that place. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. So, See, now we're making Duluth news. Yeah, this is the Duluth news. Well, let's carry on the news. Okay, let's give us some news and nugs from this Before week. Before we do, don't we talk a little bit about Summer Orthopedic? Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Um, one more announcement. I I heard this week from my contact there, Aaron, that we will have a link this week. Oh, a link this week. This would have been something you would have been. Yeah. Uh, you could have qualified for this. Um, Summit Service Award. Uh, goes to a hockey player or, like yourself, team manager, uh, who's committed to uh, their community, serving their community. Um, and winners of the award uh, will get an opportunity to go to Honduras. Uh, yes. Yeah. Go to Honduras uh, with the surgical team to go for a week-long uh, mission trip and serve uh, the people of Honduras, part of their project. So one boy player, one girl player. Uh, we will have a link up, and we'll be sharing that link, and there will be a deadline of February 1st, and after February 1st, We'll make our announcement right around section time for boys Sweet. and girls. They'll get a jersey, a plaque, Heck and yeah. a great opportunity to travel abroad uh, with the Summit uh, Orthopedic Surgical Team. Should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. That's looking a resume builder. Big-time sure. resume builder. And I'm, I'm looking forward to just kind of doing something else with them. We have met a lot of the doctors. We have Friday Night Ice coming. I don't think one of them will be joining us in Thief River Falls, but I love having them come on to our live broadcast. I'm sure they'll be down in Prior Lake for the Tradition Holiday Classic as well. Cool. News and notes. Let's do it. Starting out, kind of a somber note, um, legendary play-by-play man Doug McLeod passed away. And what was your response to that, uh, Will? Don't expose me like this, Tony. <laughs> You're going to expose us. So whoever that is. Yeah. 19-year-old Will says yeah. whoever that is. It actually good, was a good response. I, I, I appreciate mm. it because I, I could see myself as a 19-year-old going, who is Halsey Hall? I would have yeah. could have cared yeah. less, right? But for you, it was like you don't know who he is. And I, I, I just talked to you guys off air like, he had some of the best adjectives and descriptions when he was calling a game. I was constantly on the edge of my seat when Doug McClaw was calling a game because you never knew where it was going to go. So was he your, like, I'm thinking when I was growing up, you grew up on Doug McClaw, I grew up on, like, Doc Emmerich. Is that the rough? Yeah, but local. <sighs> local. local. Oh, local. Doc Emmerich. Well, yeah, he's a think local of him Doc. like Dick Bramer. Okay. Yeah, kind of a Dick Bramer. He did North Stars. He did Gophers. He did state high school tournament. Gotcha. 
He did a lot of different things, but he was extremely enthusiastic. And, uh, you know, he ended up doing, I think, Pittsburgh Penguins as well and Arizona Coyotes. He Who's did a, a lot of different things. Yeah. And I quite Easy frankly, listen, too. Yeah. Like, you could watch a game and really easily watch it. Too. Yeah, I, I, I purposely retweeted Kevin Gorg's, uh, Gorg's. RIP, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the night. Whistler or something. He had so many metallurgy saves. He had so many mm-hmm. descriptive terms about hockey. I, I'm going to miss him. He was so much fun to watch, and I, I wish I wish I would have got a chance to meet him because that would be one of my – that would have been a bucket list to meet Doug McLeod. I, I will say, like, when I graduated from college, so, like, the Kyle Rao teams at the Gophers, they were always on TV on Fox Sports. And yeah. Like, I watched those games pretty religiously. Because he was those, good. Those teams were pretty good, and he was really good at announcing them. All right, what else you got? Um, Pat O'Leary notches his 200th win with Wyzetta High School. I was there. This I is, was there. And this came over, don't, don't tell worry. me, don't tell me. Ah, okay, Sorry. sweet. <laughs> I was going to. Sorry about That's that. Right. I just jumped the gun. Get used to it. Yeah. yeah. I jump guns here. Um. A, a good career. I think he's yep. got a couple hundred more in his, in his arsenal. Mm-hmm. I so, would no. say so. And just an awesome start so far to his career, too. And we'll he'll get a couple shout-outs later on in the show with the interview with uh, Dave Brown. And then our final note, um, Adam Johnson's number seven was retired up in Hibbing before their game with Duluth-Denfeld this past week. Yeah, fitting uh, they used Duluth as a team because that's where he spent uh, two or three years playing for the Bulldogs. I think three. Was it three years yeah. for the Bulldogs? One national championship at least. Um, can, uh, what a what a sad time it yeah. is for Hibbing hockey and, and the Duluth Bulldogs hockey community losing their friend. And I think we might have talked about it on this show. Maybe it was on 10 Minutes. But uh, uh, I, I saw the Scott Prunovich interview and how it's taken a – Hold of him and, and yeah. a lot of the people yeah. just the sudden loss of Adam Johnson and great that no one will ever wear number seven and Hibbing ever again. So thanks for that news, Willie P. Is it time for rankings? Yes, it is time for rankings. Do we start with single A or double A? It's, it's your choice. You're a single A guy, so you're gonna probably want to go there. Yeah, and, let's, and let's, let's do it. Class let's A let's guys rankings because if it were your rankings, your Hermantown Hawk would be number one in the state. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, we, we've been given the heads up that we're not going to like it, and judging by our pre-show conversations, I don't think we do. And <laughs> no. by we, by we, I mean me. Um, yeah. Starting off at number one. <laughs> by we. Um, coming, coming off a 2-0 week, St. Cloud Cathedral takes number one spot. That's still fair. I, I can, that's I can still get fair. behind it. Yeah, that's still fair. I, yeah. But now, with the, 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 if you had stock, if you had his stock, if he was issuing stock today, East Grand Stock went to the basement. We'll get to them in a minute. Say, I'm, I'm intrigued by their upcoming but the, schedule. The, but the big win for Cathedral oh, yes. is East Grand, but now it's not as there's not yes. no, as value. You don't, you no, don't the value in that. Them, right? Yeah, if we were the college football committee, per right. se, right? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and Texas just lost to, you know, K-State. Ab- Abilene. <laughs> Abilene. Yeah. Like, UTSA. Yeah, UTSA. <laughs> the right. Roadrunners, yeah. So now Cathedral has Alexandria coming up. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And then a matchup with Rockridge as well. Uh, moving on, number two, my Hermantown Hawks. Mm. Yes. Okay. I still think they're number one. I do too. Coming off a 5-0 to zero win over Centennial, Dane Calloway records his 
first shutout of the season. Uh, okay. Number three, Warroad slots in here, coming off a nice week. They have two double-A wins, Rockridge and Grand Rapids. Don't yep. worry, I'll get to most of these wins, Will. <laughs> uh, number four, we've got, this is a this stink. Is, this is a stinky one. Orno. Really stinky. Orno comes in at number four. Uh, based on what? Gross. <laughs> based on two periods of a loss? Based on a loss to Denfeld? Based on a what? Based on what? Tell me what he says. So, admittedly, he makes his case pretty well here. They're 4-2, and two and their wins are all over top 20 single-A teams. Northfield, Northfield. Monticello, Little Falls, Minneapolis. I, I Throw out Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I respect the Northfield win, but then you you can't lose to Denfeld. Denfeld and is, wanna... is a is a Class A team with a Double A. Yeah, yeah that that's still taking it's a little like, getting it's used like to. Saying in my they brain. beat Armstrong Hooper. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like cool, yeah. but uh, that's a Class A team that's got a Double A mm-hmm. signifier. Thanks. Yeah, you beat Irondale. Okay, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Moving on to number five, uh, Clocasco Carlton slots in here. And also a team that lost to Denfeld. And right. It just yeah. Would Denfeld be in the top ten if they're a Denfeld's looking like a number one seed right now. <laughs> I Denfeld confuses me because yeah. they lost. I, they, a lot. they got they got thumped by Hibbing earlier this yeah. week. Yes. And then in that Orno game they got outshot thirty five to fifteen. I didn't see much in the Cloquet game, but they're just they're very confusing. Yeah. I'm a. I don't agree with Colcade going that this high. high. I this agree high. that they're. I think he top. wanted. He desperately wanted to make a statement with Colcade because remember he had him in yeah. the top ten and we were kind of yeah. like well, they haven't done anything yet. Yeah. So so now once they beat East Side, he's like I'm going to mm-hmm. take East Side and just flush them down the toilet. In order to do so, he had to put Colcade ahead of him. Yeah, and uh, I'm a mind reader. Yeah. Speaking of East Side, they come in at number six. Which, I mean, I guess you can't really, if you're going off body of work, you can't really argue with Eastside one slot below Cloquet given their head-to-head, but mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't feel right. I don't, no. have an, I don't like taste. that. Yeah. No. And Gosh, so th- isn't that funny? Saturday morning after they beat Matamine, Yeah. they had a firm grip mm-hmm. yeah. on yeah. number one. And now they're number six. Now they're number six. Seven is Matamidae. What I... They're two and four, but they I have feel a like big week. you have you have to believe in the talent level that's there. I'm personally probably would slot Matamida at five and then slide Cloquet and East Grand down a slot each. I don't it's think the Clo- goals against that's really bad right now for um, Matamida. It's over yeah. four, and they they just don't have the quality wins yet. I think their schedule is super tough. I agree. They have a really, really tough week this week with Hill, Cloquet, and Hermantown. So That's we're tough. we're gonna know a lot yeah. more about where they stand. I think they're this. gonna go zero and three in those games. I think they go one and two. I think okay. they'll be they'll be Cloquet. Yeah, and yeah. then and then the the ecosystem will yes. correct itself mm-hmm. yes. once they do yes. that. I agree. All right. Coming in number eight, we, we have abs- if someone can look at actually listen to the show, and I doubt there are. They can can Ken Niven will he, he'll tune in. Does he listen? I surely really. He, I doubt I'm it. blocked. Uh, no one, no one. I from think I blocked him. Listens to us. <laughs> Uh, so it no. doesn't matter. Let's just keep rat- ripping Cloquet. <laughs> they are the they are the Lakeville. Yeah, they are the Lakeville of Class A. Number eight, we have Northfield. 
I don't have issue with this. I mean, no, I don't no, have no, an no. issue with it either. No. Nope. And number nine, uh, Thief River Falls. Thief has had some awkward scores yeah. recently. Yeah. What did they? What they do last week? Uh, lost four to one to Bemidji and beat Detroit Lakes five to three. I have the Detroit Lakes one. We'll talk about that okay. in a little bit. All right. And then rounding out the top ten, we're undefeated. Just, we're just like totally cannibalizing this. Yeah, I know. Show right now. I love it. Keep doing. It. Just keep throwing out score after no, score. No, stop. Northern Lakes comes in number ten. Legit. Yeah. That's Legit. Fine. What was what in, did they um, have? They beat Greenway seven three. Interesting note here. Jazzy was there. They won for the first time in program history at the Snake Pit. Jazzy posted a picture of a Greenway goal. It was a, it was a sweet goal, right? And holy smokes, he got completely destroyed. Destroyed. Poor Jazzy. Because they got beat, right? Yeah. And the Northern Lakes Mafia just. The Babbitt Mafia moved to Northern Lakes. Moved to Northern Lakes. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. I love it. I love Uh, it. So. No good deed goes on basically. Double A time. Ooh. Ooh. Let's get weird. Oh, okay. okay. Number one. Easy. Minnetonka. Easy. Why is that a two? Why is that a two? Yeah. This is where I saw this. I got See, this is where I would move Chan back up into three. No. I would move Chan high. I would move Chan high right now. Yuck. Calm down. Moving Chan high. Calm down. Take a lap, Danny. Yes. (sighs) Yes. Take a lap. You're out. All right. Disgusting. So he has, does he still have Rod, Rogers who tied Shakopee at three? Rogers at three. Did he not see the results? I, I mean, they, they put up 62 shots. No. Ah, I don't like. Shots the, on goal. No, the not, SOG monster no, does SOG not count. monsters don't count. They're just fictional little characters. Yeah. That's you know what that that was just some mom in the penalty box going oh this button works hey I'm that mom for Benil all right Re- respect shots on goalkeeper I don't don't like shots on right, goal no irrelevant number four Edina wait I, I'm still having a hard time with, with Rogers number three I couldn't even yeah. write it down it's just no. not three no no not they're three. not Edina four Edina four <sighs> they lost to Benil to Benil's ball. Yeah, I, yeah we're but then get move. To that. But then move, move them up. up. That yeah, that, I agree. Who's five? Um, I don't like this either. Number five, Hill Murray. No, 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 not there yet. No, they're not there. I'm sorry, but they're terrible right now. Current, currently, hit. they're terrible. Even Coach Lechner would say, "Yeah, yeah. we're not good right now." Yeah. Doesn't I, when come January, come February, come March, they're gonna be a they could be a final they have final four talent. Yeah, they have uh, yeah, they, without final a doubt. talents, but I Currently, don't think no. they're the fifth best team in the state right now. They're definitely not I don't ahead have of a resume. Chan I don't have a resume for fifth. I Chan Hassan brought the number one team that we're all gushing about to overtime in a very good game. How and he'll Lost really bad. He got pushed around by Wyzetta. By Wyzetta. So I, I like, throw out if you're gonna rank based on the week that we're ranking, then Chan Hassan needs to be higher. I I agree with that. Okay. And then he snuck Shockby in later on here. Okay, oh. so six is who? Number six, Benilde. Which too low. If we're going off body work, what more do you want from them? Yeah, move them on. I'm I'm not disagreeing yeah, with I, you. I agree I'm with dis- that. I just think you could make a case they're number three. I would oh, without make, a doubt. Yeah, I wouldn't. They case. have to be above Edina. 
They the have head, to be. head to head matters. Have, have to, to be. be. Head of Edina. And then I, I was at obvi- work in the home games. Um, their win over Andover, the, they let off the gas a little bit in the third period, I'll admit, but for the first two periods, they just absolutely pounded them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised. That, I'm um, kind of excited. Is this the time where I can talk about Benil being exceeding expectations? Oh, yeah. Because I, I think they're, they're all, a, they're the a fun bunch. Left, all the people that left, yeah. literally everyone. Yeah. Da- Danny and I are in line, in the front of the line, the first people that left these this team for dead. Yeah. And they're the third in my rankings. <laughs> Tony yeah. was the first person that walked by the person on the side of the road. I was the second. The yeah. Good Samaritan now yeah. is coming in. Yes. And that's Carl. Yeah. Yeah. He's late. He is late. Okay. Number seven, seven. Uh, Rosemont. I like that one. Okay. I'm I like that I'm one. I'm fine a with lot. that. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I wish they were in section one, man. But here. <laughs> it, wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> but here's what I don't like about Rosemont. See, Kayla there. didn't even pick up on that. No. She's just sleeping over at the wheel over there. But with. It's the Rosemont loss of Chan that sneaks them ahead when Rosemont lost to Tonka by a touchdown. So that's. That's the difference that I have right so now. So you think Rosemont ahead of Chan? I think Chan ahead of Rosemont, Why? even though the head-to-head, just based on the current. Rosemont beat them. But by the current, uh, you know, transitive property. Yeah, okay. No, no head-to-head, head-to-head negates head. transitive. Okay. Head-to-head I, trumps everything. Okay. Okay. And don't give it's me the this, same oh, argument it's a as new Benilde. Chan because they have, no, it's the same, same, it's fine, the same team. Fine, fine, No, Chan would have to be. I think I think Rosemont could go as high as five or six, and Chan yeah. would be out of them at six or seven. Sure. And Hill does not belong. Hill there. doesn't belong there. They do not belong right there. They are an no. eight, nine, no. ten type team. They yeah. have no wins. They're, even their wins were somewhat lucky. Yeah, their comeback. Yeah. You know, cardiac cats. All right. Speaking of Chan, they slot in at number eight. Yep. They've got and a big week, man. I mean, this is going to yeah. be this is going to be the pan sifting for gold. What's going to come through at the end of it? You know. Okay. I like it. Nine. Yuck. Shockopee. No. Yuckopee? No. No. Roller coaster. (laughs) Can we can we start calling (laughs) Shockopee? Grumpy old man. What's what's uh no what's the equivalent of casino for Shockopee? Roller coaster? It would be. Maybe roller (laughs) coaster. is roller coaster. (laughs) Balance. No. Yeah, but like like the, the, the origin of of these nicknames is that they've disappointed. Like, yeah. like Jacoby hasn't had a yeah, chance. Yeah, they, they really yeah. haven't had yeah. this high hopes. You don't understand high the high hopes that every year we're like, this is prior like yeah. year. <laughs> and every year they're like, well, have you seen a section quarterfinal game? Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. They, they got a ways to go before they get yeah. to be yeah. roller coaster. But, but I, I like it. I like roller coaster as a name. It, they are only here right now at number nine because of the misranking of Rogers at number three. Valid. Yep. That's that's yep. it. I was yep. at the game. No. I don't know who ten is going to be. Is he going to throw like one of those white bear? Maybe those. Uh, don't don't tell us. Yet. Is he going to throw some team at us? That's like a traditional like they just get in because of their name. You know, like a Cretan or something like that. But Cretan hasn't done. It has anything. to be White Bear. They beat Stillwater and they beat, beat Cretan. It's got to be White Bear. I would probably also pick White Bear, but at number ten he has Maple Grove. I think, like I said, a traditional team that hasn't done much. The, ca- the catch all. Yeah, the catch all. Just throw Maple Grove in there. Yeah. No problem. But Maple Grove has not no. had a quality win. No, should be White Bear. 
and they're not going to get a quality win because their only game this week is Coon Rapids. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you picking on my Coon Rapids like that? I'll give you a Coon Rapids score uh, later that you won't be happy with. I know it. Okay. I know it. They were not happy with that. I met Coach Brock. Okay. Where uh, is At the Super Rink. And by the way, I know nothing about the guy, but he's got great taste in tracksuits. Their team has like blaze, <laughs> re- you know, blaze horn. They have blaze red tracksuits. You can't miss them. Like, I was three so rings the, over and saw they're them. the Chicago Polish team. No. What do you mean by that? That's a, like a uniform of many Polish men in Chicago. It's the tracksuit. Oh, no, no. <laughs> not, they're not like striped. They're like, they were just all red. They look great. They look great. Their team is good, too. I think they're going to have a Surge. surprising season this year. Where Okay, where's White Bear? He's got White Bear... Down at 12. 27. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I wait, wait, Was there, there alcohol served at this wedding? <laughs> this he must have done this under he, the he influence. Typed, he typed this at 3 in the morning in an airport terminal. Yeah. This is, no. I will say, we gave him a lot of crap. I'll respect this. He did drop Duluth East out of the top 25. I thought he would find a way. Well, yeah, they're 2 there. and 4. <laughs> That's what I... <laughs> Like, I thought he'd find a way. Give me a reason to keep them. Did he mention them in others? Yeah. Did, he, of course wait, he did. No, 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 no. Did he pump at the least Holy 26? Family up? Is Holy um, Family 11? Holy Family's 11. Again, like you just watched them put a six spot on a team that you've seen yeah. ev- every week. What What's more to know? I think they should be in the conversation too. Yeah. Uh, Rock Ridge makes the top 25. Oh, okay. What have they done? Nothing. Okay. They, I mean, I want them to do something, yeah. but they haven't done it. Wolverines, baby. I know. Okay, Tony, take away this interview with Rogers head coach, David Brown. We're joined now with fifth-year Rogers head coach, Dave Brown, in studio. How are you doing today, Brownie? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. I'm doing fine. Not Excited tired. To have you. <laughs> oh, well, we'll get to that later or earlier <laughs> or, in the show. Earlier. Somewhere in this <laughs> Maze of a show that we're putting together today, but we're lucky to have Coach Brown in studio. Did you like the jerseys? Yeah, I think it's actually sweet. Were you guys at Jack's Cafe last week? Yes. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I, I, when I saw the address, I was hoping for Jack's Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> my my sister got married there. It's a, oh, really? It's a really cool spot for my family, like all our special occasions. We, really? We you go should there. move your banquet there. <laughs> to Jack's Cafe. Why not? Why not? Let's do it. Let's make a deal tonight. <laughs> Hey, if it's good enough for the Gophers, I guess it's good enough for us. I heard He's that a somewhere. You're a listener. Yeah. Should we Love make this? It. Let's Love make this it. segment brought to you by Jack's it, Cafe. It officially is it's now. <laughs> it officially is now. Holy okay. smokes! Their Sunday brunch is elite. Ooh. Okay, well, Brownie. What's your favorite? If you're going to dinner, what's your favorite? What's your go-to there? Uh the 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 thing they carve. I don't know what kind of beef that is, but prime rib. Prime rib. Hundred okay. percent. Yeah, so the nice thing about the prime rib that they do there, they put the au jus at the bottom of the plate, so you're not dipping it constantly and stuff, it's, and so it's always it's like soaking soup. It. Yeah, it's excellent. I've had it. Yeah, it's yeah. delicious. Very good. All right, well, where do we begin with Mr. Brown? I We obviously did a pod together during COVID. Was that in person or over the phone? Over the phone. Was it over the phone? It was okay. during COVID. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wasn't the only one. I had a lot of guys come in because they were just wanting to get, get out of the house. house. Yeah, yeah, no, so. no, it was over the phone. Okay. Um, so I, I know a lot about you, but one of my favorite tales is that you weren't 
you don't have the traditional high school trajectory coach trajectory where you played high school hockey and played college hockey or we're just involved, right? And you're actually a quitter. You quit hockey. <laughs> I did. Joined the club. I did. I, I quit, I don't know, 15, 16 years old. I'm pretty sure my parents celebrated. And you were a champlain high school? I am. Champlain. Okay. All right. Oh, wait. So why did you quit? Uh, I think it was a plethora of reasons. Um, I mean, the obvious answer is you probably think you're not very good. Right. So, you know, you think the writing's on the wall. and So do you have a special spot for the guys that might be putting equipment away? What do you mean? Like, hey, I'm, I'm going to quit. I'm like, hey, I did it, and I wish I wouldn't have. Maybe kind of thing? Yeah, I, I think. You know, some of those guys. Yeah, no, 100%. Juniors that are going their senior I, year. Like, I, ah, I, I, have a, I have a deep respect for the guys that go down swinging. Yes. Um, sure. So, you know, we have 70 kids at STP, and, you know, less come out for tryouts and less whatever. But my respect for a kid that gives it everything he has in those cup meetings is – we had guys, swear to God, back at Southwest, and against, you know, we had 50, 60 kids try out for 30 spots, 35 spots, right? Yeah. And like, they would play park board hockey, and they'd show up every year at tryouts and get cut. They would go all the way through the whole process, the whole week long. And I'm like, you're never going to make it. But they just did. Yeah, I, I it, it's ironic because we enjoy having them in the summer SDP, and you know, you try to give every kid an honest look in, in tryouts and when you're picking your team, finding the best fit in different roles. Yeah. Um, and every year there's some kids that surprise you. And there's, like, our junior gold A team went to state last year. And That's cool. Working with play, those kids. I like that they play A. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. I, we're, we're playing junior gold B this year, um, which, you know, one of my goals was a junior gold A program at Rogers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because the year we won the state championship at YZ, the, the junior gold A team also won the state title. Right. They go and, hand in hand. Yeah, and like 100%. a huge overtime, overtime. Well, I, I think, like, when you are when you want a special program, like, you want to give a kid a place to play if they put all that work in, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. To, to wear the, the community colors and the, the logo one last time. And, and at that point, you've you've stuck it out that long yeah. with with all the reasons to quit to, to lots of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So like the junior gold, a, you know, I think they do a really good job with the the national tournament when it's in town here. And I mean, that game was Edina Wyzetta in 2016. Yeah, it was, it was on NHL network. And the kid that scored the game winning goal, his name's AJ or, um, He's actually a good friend of mine now. As we, we cut him his senior year, he was probably the last kid cut oh. for that state title team. Yeah, um, and his dad's just a great guy, and AJ's a great kid. And I coached JV the year before, and like he was my get out there and win a draw, like power play PK, everything, yeah, everything sure. you got. You know that that 2016 team had just some such firepower on the sophomore class with yeah. Ness and Anderson yes. and uh, Schmidt. Yeah, that. Like spots were hard to come by, and and he was an undersized kid, right? Like five nine, buck sixty five, and it's yeah. like a top six first line role on junior gold A was perfect for him, running the power play, all the things he did for me on the JV team. But the spots you're fighting for at that point, going into your senior year, you know, probably aren't the the skill guy. Yeah, all D one guys. Yeah, hundred percent in their spot. Yeah, yep. that was a good crew. At at what point did you regret quitting? Uh, have you ever it's a good question um i think i went through a time in my life where i i a lot of shoulda woulda couldas sure um i actually had a kid 
that I coached a couple of years ago. We were just sitting there watching some game at a random rink, and I was like, man, you know, I really, I really wish I would have, you know, played high school hockey and college hockey and pro hockey. And he looked at me and goes, I don't think you'd be the coach that you are. Had you sure have a different story? I agree. Yeah, and you know that that was probably the moment. I I know exactly. We were at Brooklyn Park watching a Bantam game, and I'll never forget that moment because I think that was the moment yeah. that I I became confident in my story. Sure. Um, and like you know, I tell my varsity kids before every season, like this locker room, this varsity team, like I never made it this far. Like That's I, cool. I even like uh the, when I coached Bantam bees, I never made it that far. JV never made it that far. And so my admiration for my players and the work they put in is is probably why I respect them every day as much as I try to. I tell people that all the time. My son, Jake, is part of the reason I got vaulted into this. He was playing. I got excited about it. But he played squirt B, squirt A's, PBBs, PBAs, you know, all those. Yeah. Played JV, played varsity. You know, like, I lived through my son, and I also played, but through every level. So I kind of understand, like, oh, I remember this stage where these parents were in this stage. So it really helps me understand the whole process going up. As yeah, well. and and I I actually, the year I coached Bantam B1 hockey, I, I actually feel myself relating my coaching structure to those types of players. Even as you start working with higher and higher and higher level players is some of the things that worked with like a B1 kid are building confidence. And I think sometimes we think that the best player on a team just oozes confidence but i mean they're still human right yeah but look look look, look at chase he's a high achiever we we met him a few That's times a last year you're a high achiever in a different way so you can meet with him on a different scale a thousand percent you know what i mean like hundred percent so it's not like oh just because you're not athletically gifted like chase you can still see him eye to eye and all oh, that the, the habits that it requires to Correct. to yeah. have goals and be driven and face your challenges and obstacles and fears of having goals that are up here like you're gonna still have to have the same tools and same abilities to to get there yeah now the big question is can you get brock to get there too <laughs> We're talking about the Cheslocks. Right, right. Sorry. Brock's going to yeah, be fine. That's okay. I know you. I, okay. yeah, they're, they're two completely different pl- yeah, players. Yeah. I mean, Brock's a forward. Um, Chase is a D. I, I think Brock's going to write his own story. I think he's a special kid. He's actually had a really good year for a sophomore year on a top team. Is re- it's not easy. No. And, not our, and he's, not easy. He's, he's kept his confidence right where it needs to be. Oh, that's good. All right. I want to tell a story about the dorm room. We were talking about it a little bit before we caught out of here. You had quit hockey. You're, tell your story about uh, being at, at school, Cal Lutheran in California. I, I love the story. It's fun to hear. Yeah. I, it, kinda, it personifies Dave Brown, I think, in one short story. In my time in college, the LA Kings won two Stanley Cups. And so hockey was booming in Southern California at the time. The Ducks were even good with Getzloff and Perry and those guys. And so there was just a ton of buzz about the game of ice hockey. And some random kid knocked on my dorm room door and said, I heard you played hockey. And I said, nope, you got the wrong guy. And then he came back the next day and says, no, I heard from someone. I'm pretty sure you (laughs) play play hockey. And I'm like, I I quit at 15. I don't play. And then the next day he brought me a bag of gear and said, Is this the same guy knocking all three times? Yeah, no, same guy. guy. (laughs) Do you remember his name? I don't. I I, I wish I could remember his name. Um, And he gave me, you know, a whole bag of gear and, 
the swag ended too? up. Uh, I don't know if I had a lot of swag. I think yeah. one of my buddies gave me a Sharks jersey because <laughs> I ended up meeting a guy in college like two years down the road that says you're that guy that slashes hooks and trips and sits in the penalty box with the Sharks jersey. I'm like, so like, you must be a Sharks fan. He's like a diehard Kings fan. I'm like, no, some guy gave me that and right, whatever. Yeah, I thought the most compelling part of your story. Obviously, the hockey is, and it kind of vaulted you through college. But you said you weren't doing very well in school and a little bit lacking purpose until the guy knocked on your door. Yeah, I, I think uh, freshman year of college was a rude awakening for me. Um, I think the, the cool thing about college is once you kind of find classes that fit your um, drive, Yeah, I really took off and I launched a website and that's when Twitter came out and started looking into guys like Bill Simmons and Michael Russo and all these guys and I just, it, it kind of took off and everything how do you meet a Michael Russo? Uh, he found my website in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> Twitter DM'd me. Uh, really? Invited me to a Wild Kings morning skate. And, what year was this? Uh, this would have been 2011, 2012. So like early Same. Twitter. Yes, super early Twitter. Super early. I, when I have, people didn't I have, know what they were posting on Twitter. 100%. I think Russo had 400 followers at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I had 200. Something like that. It was hard to follow. I got a follower like once a week. Yeah. It was not. It was Followers were weird. It was rare. 100%. Well, it was all Facebook driven. You know, we were Facebook kids because we're Facebook came out uh, like when I was late high school. You needed the dot edu. So then it was a big deal because you like get accepted to a college. You get your dot edu and then you create your Facebook profile. Yeah. That's. That was a huge thing for us. I was. 20 years older, so. We were Facebook friends. He slid into my DMs on occasion. I yeah. screenshot that and send it wow. to him on occasion. that's cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, ba- back to you. Um, oh. Back to you, <laughs> Brownie. Um, so where did it go from there? You, you, you obviously uh, met one of the best writers in pro hockey. Yeah, Michael yeah. Uh, set me up with a ton of interviews, Um a ton of opportunities, like any of these one-off things. I ended up getting um, media coverage through the fourth period um, as a media member for the Minnesota Wild, and the NHL lockout hit, which is why I started coaching Bantam B1 Hockey in Champlin. So you didn't have anything, any, was it a revenue reason, or did you have a job, or because this job that you had was gone, right? Yeah. Um, or was it just something to do? Boredom. Boredom. Yeah, yeah. Were you we living go. at home? I was. Okay. Yep. So that too. So like just I to had get just, out of the house. I had just moved home. You were like the perfect fit living in mom's basement yeah. being an internet writer. Yeah, these are facts. This is a people talk about people <laughs> like that yeah. all the time. Yep. Yeah, some yeah. guy in his basement, right? When I when I I think my second year at Champlin, I moved out and actually started living in Rogers and the, the craziest story is I found out that's where uh, Chase Cheslock lived as a kid before they moved. Sold. The place where you moved? The, my first place after I moved out, I lived with my buddy who bought a house from the Cheslocks. No way. What? <laughs> that's so weird. You got, you got this Cheslock starter home. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. That is too, super small world. Pretty wild. Yeah. All right, so you're coaching. Um, you obviously played a, a club hockey in college yep. and came back, started coaching at, at the Bantam B level. Uh, at, at what point did you 
the, the light switch go on like, Hey, I want to do more than just coach a band and B team. I want to take this to the level you are now. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question. Um, I obviously fell in love with it instantly. Um, which is why I gave up. I don't want to say a promising journalist career, but I think the fact that I really wanted to be at the rink, um, said a lot. Right. Um, and then once Pat O'Leary hired me by happenstance, there's a guy named Phil Ronnebaum that worked at Dave's Sports Shop at the time. Stop it. Yeah. He, he was your go-to? He's the one that linked. He's the conduit? He's the one that linked me and Pat. No way. Yeah, I was I was helping Pat with his equipment order through CCM. Whoa. Yeah. Ronnebaum yeah. was a CCM guy, right? Yeah. 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 I, I knew that. So what was the first conversation then like? With me and Pat? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he took me out to lunch at... Um, the Sunshine Factory. No, no. There was a place... <laughs> Which I would have bought. I would have bought that. I, yeah. No, but That's, it would have been closed. in the... In the uh, it's closed now. It's off 55. I can't I can't remember. Jake's? Yeah, Jake's Cafe. Oh, they had a best chicken sandwich. Yeah, it was with the onion straws yes. and the red sauce. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yes. he took me to lunch. Why did they go out of business? I think COVID I, probably killed that. It, it did. It's a Chick-fil-A now. Good place. Good I, place. I remember I had twins tickets because I was a 22-year-old with no job. And it was yeah. a day game. And I was like a diehard twins fan. And I'm like, yeah, we can do 11. And I knew the first pitch was at 12, 10. And I just remembered sitting there, I'm, I don't know, 24 years old, like, and Pat blew me away. Really? Spoke a completely, like, you're talking about high achievers. And, right. like, blew me away about, it was like he was coaching a different sport than I played growing up. Okay. So how did you convince him to get a job with him? Well, he was trying to convince me to be the JV coach. Um, and you know, let's be honest, like finding staff as you go down is, is hard. Well, yeah, especially, Hey, can you come out and coach? Did you, I, I would got scheduled as a JV assistant coach in the middle of the day. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, um, he, I think he offered me $500 and I was like, let me talk it over. And I was really like falling in love with the Champlin job. And Kevin Bohr was the band double A coach at the time. He was getting older, and I, you knew he wasn't going to stay there forever, right? And, and like coaching that band double A team was like a, becoming like a goal of mine in some yeah, weird yeah, way. Yeah, And I was like, "Wow, why is that hockey?" Like I'm reading. I remember sitting at home, like reading the stuff that Pat gave me. I'm like, "God, I got to take this." So I took the job, and um, the assistant coach quit like the second day of the season on the varsity staff. And so at that point it was like room for opportunity. So I showed up to both practices every day, showed up to both games every day, got to the rink at basically forced your way in. I didn't, I, I, I think I just loved being at the rink. Like, no, no, I, well, yeah. I, I not forced your way in like <laughs> rudely forced you in, but like hey, accidentally this guy's showing up. He's here every day. Accidentally. Yeah. And we like him. Yeah. Right? And I, and I was super into like cutting film. Like huddle is relatively new for hockey yeah. and, yeah, this is really the breaking of all of it. You know everything. It's the new era of high school hockey. Is when this kind of yeah, it, it was big. Like this is twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah. And I I was like learning like by the day, and we had some unbelievable players. I mean, Max Zimmer was an NHL draft pick. Freitag. Freitag uh, was the year he before. left early, like yeah, the year before yep, yep, for sorry. for Wisco or whatever. Um, but yeah, Zimmer, Sendin, Al Stevens, yeah. um, Dingman went on Schilling. to play college hockey. Uh, Schilling was a junior. Duma, right? Duma, Vaughn. Like I, I could go. I know I'm. There's gonna be guys that 
maybe yeah, you I just left off and yeah. it's like I'd, <laughs> I'm not in the right frame of mind to go through all three years of the high-end right. players. Um, but, yeah, it, it uh, I lived at the rink. So what was your – you okay, this is part I wanted to get across to everybody. You're crazy. Like you're literally one of the craziest hockey guys I know in a good way, crazy. Yeah. You were coaching at Wyzetta and coaching Phantom AA at Champlin Park. Yeah, most people don't do that. The, I, I would give, and <laughs> I I would give Pat so much credit on that because he allowed me to do it. Right. Um and it it's funny like to to go through the Bam AA experience as a head coach I think was huge for me to to feel the parent pressure a little bit like it's not even close to high school. Right. But we were a top 10 team. We came up short to Maple Grove um to I go to there. state. Um, and it, it was a good team. I and mean, we, we yeah. beat that Chaska Chan team with Snuggerud and Rinzel and, uh, Burkholder. Like we beat those guys. Um, I mean, you look back and that team had, we had Jordan Ron, uh, Drew Bellison still playing, Evan Hogan Williams is still playing, Hogan Syndrome, that Nolan Peterson. Like it was a pretty loaded group. Um, we just, we came up short to, to Maple Grove. It was Grove. a tough region. It was brutal. Prior Lake was, Prior Lake was with Bump and, yep. and those guys. And, um, I mean, even Max uh, Max Rude was on St. Cloud, Cloud, so we had to beat him on the first game of the region. And so, like, they had the stud St. Cloud kids. There was a forward, like too. F- August Falloon, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're beating them um, in that game. And then I think we knocked Minnetonka out Yep. Uh, to get to Maple Grove. The, the Bam double-A hockey was so fun. It, Pre-COVID. Yeah. It really was. So at the same time that's going on, you're learning about the high school level then too, because now you're going to state on the high school back to back years level side and winning one of them. But the hardest thing was like we would have a big win on Wyzetta and then the next day like a big loss for Champlin or or vice versa and like dealing with the emotions of both teams and knowing like that's why you're crazy was like you're trying to like remember like who's coming off a loss, stressing. and You're like Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, you got to know <laughs> yes. how you're dressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which jacket you have in your backseat. <laughs> yeah. Who you're going to see at the restaurant. You got to yeah. remember. Which like, colors oh, yeah. you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. no, 100%. Oh, that's insane. I, I, you know, it's actually like my, my son plays for Champlin now. So, like, walking into the rink all the time, like, wearing Rogers gear is a little, I, I wouldn't say, like, awkward, but, like, I, I wear Rogers gear because that's my program, right? Right, yeah, yeah. and I'm still a diehard Champlin Might A fan. Awesome. So <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah, the it's feeling. a unique experience. All right, let's talk about coaching high school hockey and building that at, at Rogers. Talk about your strategy and how that's going. Wait, it, before that, was it a hard decision to leave Wyzetta? Oh my God. Um, no, there's no way. Yeah, it was. Oh, come on. It, it's it's well, no. I, hold on. So I, when we won the state championship, we go to state the next year. Was that a? Yeah. After each year, you get more and more calls saying like, "Who are you? Come to this interview. We think you're going to take this opening for this head coaching job." And so, like, I interviewed for the Minnetonka job. Looking back, I thought I was going to get it. Zero <laughs> percent chance. Like, I, I can't believe I actually thought I was going to get that one. But that's the first one I applied experience. for. It, it it was. And then there was Breck and Hopkins sure. and Tatino Grace. And they, there there's one of them. I'm not going to name which one. I'm pretty sure I had the job. Really? And I was coming to 
a meeting and we're in a, a beautiful boardroom and there's mm. like 10 people sitting in really expensive chairs staring at me. And the first guy is like, we're so honored to have you here. We're so excited about the opportunity, blah, 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 blah. Can you just walk me through where you played after high school? <laughs> and I said, I didn't even play high school hockey. <laughs> and he like looked at like all the people in the room. Like, I think and this right we got the wrong guy <laughs> and the meeting ended up only lasting like 10 minutes. And they said, thank you. Have a good day. Never heard from them again. Really? Yeah, true. And and so the the reason I bring this up yeah. is kind of like getting a college degree to get a job that, at Target yeah. kind of thing. That so that job? job interview they they hung me on for fifty days, like a normal interview at and, any company. And so at right? like so like at YZ, everyone starts asking like, "Hey, I heard you're leaving for this school." I'm like, "I haven't heard." anything and they're like have you been applying for all these jobs you've been doing all this and it's just like that's weird to interact with your kids at stp all summer and like have all this going yeah. on so the following summer all these jobs open up again i start getting calls and i'm like i i, I i'm this is cool i'm meant to be an assistant coach we have an unbelievable team yeah. coming back. Like I have a sweet sophomore class with Jake Schneider and Tommy Bergsland. And like, I've really poured into these kids from the youth to, and, and they're trending to be D one kids, Carson Peters, Tucker yeah. Ness, another seven division one players that I've been working with since like seventh, sixth grade. Probably some of your closest friends. Yeah. On the coaching staff. Oh, <laughs> my best friends Yeah, at this point, like, uh, Bill and Derek and Pat and, and Pete, like we, we become brothers. Like, They've not only, like, helped raise my kid, but m me. Like, these are my right. 20s we're talking about, yeah, yeah. right? Like, that that's a big deal. And that was one of the hardest decisions was the Rogers job came out of nowhere. And, like, I accidentally got the job. Um, and <laughs> Accidentally. I, I, it's funny. Like I left. <laughs> Do they think they hired somebody else? I left. I left the Rogers Wrong interview. Brown. I left the Rogers interview. It was like the first time. I'm like I'm not their guy. Like I'm so far away from being what they're looking for. Um, then I was like, there's no way I got that job. And the next day I got a call and they're like, we want to hire you. Wow. Really? Yeah. It, it was. It was bizarre. Um, and it's 100 times harder than I ever thought it would be. Here's a question. Uh, this was a guy who took a head coaching job and he was in it for like two or three years. And I go, how's how's the job going? He says, and he was a Bantam guy. He was, it's the hardest job ever. No one's managing the details. I'm in charge of the hockey and the details. There's no in between. Yeah, it's weird. Like, as I've started to dip my toes in junior hockey and seeing how a GM interacts with a head coach and a head coach interacts with the assistant coaches and the ownership and the right. budgets and yeah. all that, like, you make the roster decisions, you make the scheduling decisions, you do the games, everything. you do everything. And, you know, my admin staff's amazing. So, like, that's been built over five years, but, like... You could really feel on an island of Quick. wondering how you get it all done. Um, but I think that's where, like, my background of being able to do a lot of things without needing a budget for it um, right. from a variety of skill sets, I think, has really helped make our program have a professional feel to it, if you will. So, speaking of your program, talk about how you have built the program into one of the top five teams in the state last couple of years i i think um the big thing my first year was i think rogers had 
this crisis of what kind of program do you want to be? Right. Um, We were entering the Northwest Suburban Conference for the first time, getting out of the Mississippi 8. We were still in Section 8 AA, which is such a weird dynamic from a metro standpoint, right? Same with 7. They have the same problem. Yep, which Elk River went from 7 to 8. And, you know, Buffalo's in it and St. Michael's in it. And, you know, I think my first year I kept a ton of seniors um, because – I, I did a little bit of homework on the BAM side with the Sams and the Chases, but it was such a cool class that, like, having them stick together and kind of having, like, an old wave and a new wave. And, you know, with that senior class I had my first year, I said, like, let's just make this mean something. Yeah. Like, the odds of us going to state are probably pretty small. So, like, what do we want to make of this? And you can do one of two things. You can either cut them all and start fresh. Yep. Or you can just do that and do what you did. And so I decided to coach those kids in Bantams um, and the seniors in high school. So I coached Bantams and high school. I was the assistant on the BAMAA staff and the head on the high school staff. And I think you learned even more. And then, like, I really wanted to figure out what I was working with, so I coached the Squared A team the year after. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, I really want to know – like what what we're dealing with here from yeah. a, yeah, a yeah. culture standpoint and a development standpoint. And when you one of the things I always call it, it's called winning the lobby. That's one way to win the lobby is to coach their kids. Yeah, it and and you know I've, I've we've made some mistakes on the way. Isaac Fondrick has been huge. Like he ran the Bantam Academy with me yeah. for two summers in a row. And and built a. Some would say he's the the brains behind the whole deal. If he wants to be the brains behind the whole deal, <laughs> let him be. The, the or is brain. he just the good looks? He's he's on the varsity staff now this year. Yeah. He's done with the Bantams. Um, but for me and him to work year round for two years in a row, I think the continuity and the verbiage and the Monday night skills and all of those things, knowing every kid, knowing what you're trying to build, how you're trying to play. Um, gives some confidence to not only your decisions, but their decisions. What's Monday Night Skills? Um, me and Isaac used to run Monday Night Skills my first four years. And so you work with the Squirt C's all the way up to the BAM Double A's. Why is that? It does the same thing. Yep. Which yeah. it's Pat's idea. It yeah. wasn't my idea. No, I know. And I guess, so yeah, me and that back in. So me and Isaac would live barn like almost every team. And the two of us would decide what. We what are what the program was lacking, whether it be puck movement or, you know, something as simple as rush decisions or something as simple as retrievals. Um, feeling the vibes out for every team, like there was, you, you live barn, you you're in touch, you go to games. I remember my first year, I went down to the the Big Pumpkin in Rochester in between high school and Bantam games just to watch these three called Jensen, Gertis, and Desheen yeah play play a peewee game. Um, and I mean, crazy is a good word to describe it. Um, well, I remember when a couple of years ago in the Squirtacular, uh, Rogers beat number one Woodbury, Woodbury and rink six, and you were there. I was there. I was like, wow. That was a big win. Be a we it's gave the Squirt A uh, pizza party the, the following week. Yeah. But there are many programs that have died from the inside out. Uh, Across the yes, and it is very clear when you you can see it happening too with some programs. Rogers is not one of those programs. Yeah, and I think it comes from behavior like this. I I think knowing someone's always watching goes a long ways. 
right? And it's not like this godly figure that's going to cut a kid it's if not, he turns a puck over on the it's blue not line. Cal Marvin. Everyone's watching, kind of. <laughs> no, it, it's just like it matters, right? Like we, I, you want the Pee Wee B one team to have success, and I, 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 I can tell that the youth has tape, taken some licks this year. I mean, when you're trying to roll out a Bantam AA, Bantam A, Pee-wee AA, Pee-wee A. You're going to take some out there's gonna be There's going to be years where, like, it's like, how do we level up here, right? But f- for me, like, and the, the, the irony is, like, I quit because I didn't think I was good enough. Yeah. And it's like, I'd rather be told that, like, in squirts or Pee-wee so you have time to, like, figure that out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then – if you you get kids that really want to get better and passion for the game, there's there's still time to say okay, let's let's you know put the skates on and get to work. And you have you know through the youth program and through your Lakers program and base, you've put together places not just for kids from from Rogers, but ever around your area for the ability to kids to get better. And I I think that comes from when you coach at YZ and you're part of the Lake Conference. It's a different animal. Yes. Yeah. And so, like... You kind I, of brought a late conference mentality to the Northwest Suburban. I, and I, I don't... And I think there's more to it. Like, the Coon Rapids coach, like... Rock, I met him he, on Friday. He beat me when he was at Elk River, when I was at Champlin, in was Bantams. Was Bantam coach there? Yeah. and Yeah, and he, he had, like, a... They ran like this box one where they floated a kid in the neutral zone against that <laughs> Champlin team and they beat yeah. us. And, and to this day, I, I, it's a loss I'll never forget um, in the VFW tournament. Really? Yeah, which we ended up going up to Thief River Falls for like the week after my high school season ended. Like, Long story short, <laughs> you, you look at the Northwest Suburban Conference and if, if the head coach cares, we're getting somewhere, right? Like you want more games in that conference schedule to matter. So, like, I the, the the Coon Rapids and these teams, I just feel like the Northwest Suburban Conference, I mean, two years ago, I think we shocked the Lake Conference a little it bit. Was great. It and was over fun. Maple Grove made it to the state championship. One of the and best, played one of the best games ever. ever. We yeah. beat Minnetonka. We beat Wyzetta. Um you know, we, we gave Edina a run for their money last year. It's the late well, conference. That was one of the best games of the year. It was. Yeah. And, and Kurt Giles at the Mr. Hockey Banquet said, like, that was his favorite game of the season. Yeah. And it was an unbelievable game. Yep. Third game in three nights has that yeah. state tournament feel to it. Um, it, it. I Yeah, like, once you're on the other side of the curtain, this is what the late conference teams are doing. Like, that's my, my standard. And th- that's been the base's goal. Like, we got kids from all over the Northwest metro area saying like, you know, what does it take? And it's like a lot. Like it's, it it's, takes a lot. It takes a lot. Like you really have to dig your heels in. How do you talk about the money issue? Cause it's money. That's hockey's getting to that point. It's, know, it's, it's an expensive there's, game. There's, it's, there's a collision course coming where kids who don't have the money, can they get better? Can we, we always want to make this a middle-class sport in Minnesota. How do you speak to that? I, I think it, it's the, there's, there's possibilities. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges is if you're going to develop players, it takes time, right? right? Yeah. Like there's, there's we no, we have that you eight, we have the best U18 league in the world. There's, there's no quick fix, right? There's, there's no program that like you can just click, click, click and spend money. 
And, you know, every youth association is sitting on those gambling dollars and, and all of this. But the, the overall landscape of how you're going to develop these kids to, to the degree that we hold ourselves to of like propelling players on to the next level is, is really challenging. And I, I think one of the most unfortunate things is, you know, Bantams, you, you play a nine month season and then you go to high school and it's a three month season. Right. Yeah. I, I, I really find that to be maybe a reason we regress in, yeah. Yeah. In, Good. in the depths of our programs and, and why it can get so, yeah, but there's Small. nowhere else in the world. You, if everyone, if everyone in this room agrees that USHL is the best junior A hockey, yes, right, yeah, in the United States, hundred percent, and maybe even North America, depending on how you look it's at getting there, major junior, whatever. It, it depends how you feel about the O and the Q, and right, the, yeah, yep, and the C. depends how you feel that. But okay, no one, there are players that are playing in our league, the MSHSL, who voluntarily left Leave the best USHL. To go play. To come play, play high school back hockey. in this league. And I, I think, you know, there's... This was you, a good year, I actually. I think this is yes. one of the this best. This one of the best years and of kids. You could argue the, the amount that came back. I think this is back. the best. It, it is. Be I think best. it's the and, best. And some of your best ones came back, yes. right? Yeah. Some of the ones that didn't weren't some of the best. Best ones, yeah. Right? Yes. And, yeah, yeah. and I, I think you just look at the overall landscape of those decisions, and there's a lot that have won Stanley Cups, played in the NHL, that say playing in the state tournament is the highlight of their career. And I think that decision is based on that dream, which is why you see the best ones come back because they're going to probably go to the X. So this is facts heard straight from the player and the coach story just in the past three days. And he ended up staying in the USHL. But he almost came back on that December 4th deadline. And his Big Ten coach verbatim said, doesn't matter what you're, you go back. If you really want to play high school, oh, the, go you, do it. You talk to and most. That, everybody says, yeah. oh, it's the coaches are saying no. you got to play juniors. No. None of the Big Ten coaches, the ones in our area, no. St. Thomas, no. Even St. Cloud St. Yeah. they're not saying go play in the USHL. Who's telling them to, to go to the USHL? I, I mean. So advisors are well, and it's 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 not super. Here, I, I, I'm. I'm very close with the Fargo Force, and right. I was talking to one of their coaches on Friday about uh, we had a tough practice, and you know it's funny. He's like, "I'm asking how you handle practices in between games because we play a Thursday Saturday slate, yeah. Yeah. where they're more of a Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. and so like you get to come down from the games, so you kind of give the players the games, and yeah. then you come down from the game high, and then you got practice week, right? Like we stick a practice in between the two. Yeah, where like the emotional swings of the kids of being able to focus after a day of school. And, you know, he's talking about, yeah, you know, we just got off a 17 hour bus ride. And I'm like, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to a 45 minute bus ride. Well, you wouldn't even play in my tournament because of a 45 minute bus ride. I knew I'd get that in here. Today, <laughs> yeah. by the way. And and so like that, that put it in perspective about, you know, a USHL is a job. Yeah, it, that is an eight to five. You get to the rink at 8 a.m., you have a lift, you have a practice, you have film, you have meetings, you have, like, it is a job. School, they do some schoolwork. Yeah. It's yeah. their if, business. It, yeah. Right? And so, it, it's, I, there's, there's no one answer for all, but no. I think if Minnesota high school hockey is, is something that you're trying to do, you're going to develop because of the pressure that you play under. Right. Like, it is... You know what, Chase, and what our senior class went through last season 
is a grind mentally, physically, socially, emotionally. Everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I I think playing at the X is an amazing athletic opportunity to go through that they you USHL house things that are going to develop you. There's no argument. Like right. yeah. going to the NTDP is the best on paper way to develop a hockey player. Yeah, correct. That doesn't mean for each individual it is the only way to get to wherever your pinnacle is in the sport of hockey. And and I think like if you're going to play a 15-year NHL career, the decisions you're making at 15, 16 and 17 are not going to make or break no. a 15-year pro career. Paul Martin took a year off of hockey and played basketball. And yeah. and he did all right. And he's okay. So I, I I just think the the same way, like you can't, you know, play hockey every day and become Connor McDavid, right? Like you no. can't just play year round for ten years and expect to play varsity hockey. No. So understanding what's best for you and, and what's gonna, you know, drive you as an athlete, Minnesota high school hockey can give you an opportunity to drive you. If you're coming home because it's easier, that's a problem. I agree. All right, we're running short on time. Let's talk about this year. Can yeah, we I just do want that? to talk about your yeah. team this year. What? What's? And I got one more last question for. Okay, you. what gets this year over the hump? What's what gets Rogers to the X this year? Um, I think every year you're learning okay. about a, being a premier program. Yep. And I think when you're deciding what gets you over the hump, that's going to be. It, it, you can't pinpoint this year and say this year's better than last year because of X, Y, Z. Every year's different, yeah. right? Like taking down Finn Brink and Blake Steenerson and, and Kernan and Margano and like a juggernaut of Maple Grove is not easy, no matter <laughs> what year you're trying to do it. Yeah. And no. people can say Maple Grove's having a down year. Every one of those kids playing a Bam Double A state tournament. Yeah. So like, <laughs> is that really a down year? Right, like they just they just threw up nine goals last night against Spring Lake Park, Osseo. Oh, Osseo. They nine spotted, I think, Spring Lake Park this week. They had a they had a heck of a week, and yeah. I don't think they gave up a goal. No. So, like, that getting over the hump is going to come down to a million different things. That whenever it happens for Rogers, and I'm sure it's going to happen at some point, is going to be so, it's going to take something incredibly special. Mm-hmm. And I think as the program matures you're starting to identify things that are it's going to take to get there. Sure. And and I think the number one thing is a belief. Yeah. Like, you, you, it's almost like you have to get so sick of losing that game at Elk River that it <laughs> yeah. says, we're going to accidentally win this one. <laughs> like, it, it's... The, the molecules I, all have to come yeah, into place. Yeah. And Each molecule. I, you know, I took this from the Minnetonka athletic director. Like, you, you try to say, like, the other team's got a coach. The other team practices every day. The right. other team yeah. has the same exact goal you have. And, oh, hey, by the way, they got a recipe of success, too. Yeah. And th- getting us over the hump is 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 going to take a belief of a group of, you know, a program that says this is the year. And – Whenever that year is, it's going to be something that the the community of Rogers Hockey oh, and its alumni and its yep. city and its mm-hmm. Maynards and Clives will reap the benefits of. All right, my my last question here kind of builds on this. You mentioned in this pod, you talked about high achievers and like you talked about the kids. Like, hey, if they come back, it's going to be easier. Let's talk about you. What what is your goal? 
Where do you where do you want where do you see yourself? You said, "Hey, I want to be the Rogers coach for the next twenty five years and and be one of the best coaches in high school hockey history." Would that be a great thing for you? Or, <laughs> I, or I, hey, I, I yeah, I no, I'm not going to college hockey. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to win a Stanley Cup someday. Okay, that's um, a good yeah. one. Be yeah, young I, enough. Yeah, I it, it's one hundred percent my goal, and I know it's every coach in their twenties and thirties will say they want to be the next John Cooper. But, like, looking at a guy like John Cooper who played lacrosse at Hofstra and did it, found a way to, to go from 16U hockey to the the Null, um, to the Green Bay Gamblers, yeah. to the AHL, to the NHL. And, you know, I, I, I don't know what's next for me. Um, I have an 8-year-old, like I said, that is in town. And yeah, that's fun to be a part of. But I love the rink, and I got some pretty big goals. And I feel like if I'm going to hold my players to – their biggest goals, and then I should probably walk the walk. Okay. That's exactly what That's I was answer. hoping to answer for, for. We could go on and on and on, but we got to know what Ernest up next from Rozo. Heck of a hockey gotta... player. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> we, lost, yes. we lost in double overtime to Rozo my second year, the COVID year, and Noah had a heck of a hockey game. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for being on. Dave Brown from Rogers High School. Thanks, Tony, and thanks, Coach Brown there. That was a fun interview. Um, Tony, you want to do a sponsor read? Yeah, I will. Be, uh, before we get into the games of the past, talk a little bit about the Red Black League. Our OG sponsor Yes, goes way back uh, with these guys. Joe Pancrantz called me and said, hey, Jake plays in the Red Black League. You'd be a great spokesperson for the league. And Jake's now comfortably... In the professional world, it's been such a long time he's played high school hockey, and and the league just continues to grow. Uh, it's fun to see players that are playing all over the state pl- that play in their league. There, a lot of them are multi-sport athletes. A lot of them are uh, playing baseball, but want to keep playing hockey, or they're playing football, or playing soccer in the fall. They're playing hockey, or there's guys that are just want to play with their buddies or meet new friends. So there's a wide variety of players in the North League, the South League. And then they have their grand championship game that they have um, each fall and spring over at the University of Minnesota. It's fun to go down and, and check out that game. Uh, Brendan from our staff was there this year for their championship game. And he came back and said it was great hockey. So fun to see some great play. And shout out to Brian Hansen who runs the league. And it's always fun to see him because if you want to see a guy who is committed to players and not just the top players but all players in the state, it's their it's their league director Brian Hansen uh, who runs the rink over Orno. Here's a guy who's just through and through a hockey guy, and his wife Patty's a great woman as well. Love seeing her at the rink. Check out Red Black League if you're looking for a great off season hockey experience. Okay, well let's get into some great hockey that happened this week on Tuesday. White Bear traveled to Stillwater, beating them five to three. I was at this one. It was a Five six five o'clock start, early Those one. Are the best I know. In and out, got home. You guys are so old. Thank you, ooh, Will. Ooh, five, <laughs> five o'clock start. We can hit Cracker Barrel before. <laughs> <laughs> what? Here comes the physical harm part of the show. Where yeah. I beat Will's ass. <laughs> for calling what did me old. I do to you? <laughs> Not only did he call you old, he said you went to Cracker Barrel, which is like almost worse. I know. There's like one in the Metropolitan. Okay. Objectively, though, like five o'clock start. Yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever. But 
at that venue, we're early enough in the winter where it doesn't matter, but the shadows at St. Croix Valley Rec Center for those afternoon games are awful. Yeah, there was no shadows. Oh, it was yeah, well, it's, yeah, I'm saying, like, if you had that 5 o'clock start, say, in, like, January, February, it would be an issue. Yeah. You need, you need the 7 o'clock start. Seven. We, we've gone to day games there before. Well, you've gone to I day have, games. and it sucks. I, okay. You have a lifestyle where you stay up till midnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay? Or 2 in the morning. I remember Must those be nice. days, right? Yeah. But, like, my lifespan ends at 10 because I'm up at 5, right? Yeah. So I have just a different cycle. Does it make me older than you? Well, I have a different, it doesn't, a different it cycle. doesn't. Yeah, it does, too, because that 5 o'clock game, now I'm done at 7. Now I can do some other things. Yeah. It's nice. Grocery shop, it's awesome. No. I just There's other things you can do. I like yeah, that 5 o'clock Spa start. aerobics class, the old folks spa aerobics. Jeez. Oh, the foam. Holy smokes. Like, do, do I get a little, uh, what are those, those foam things? <laughs> Noodles. Noodle? Yeah. A noodle. <laughs> spa aerobics. Wow, he's going hard. This is a this is the kind of stuff Peter does. You know why You know why this is happening? Why? I used to do the same shit to my dad all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just, just throw it down on Jim being old all the time. So it's all just coming. Wait, did you just call him like your son or something? What? I get that a lot. <laughs> I more More than I should. <laughs> Especially at at tournaments, like oh, the, the refs will we come do. to the box. Oh, He's yeah. like, "Oh, you, Are you Tony's kid." Yeah, you're Tony's kid. No, no. It was worse when I had your kind of glasses, but yeah. I got them changed. I think Tony just likes to like call that. people his children because mm-hmm. he says I'm his additional oh, daughter. She reminds me more of one of my offspring than you do. One of my offspring. When I when I was Will's aide. Age, age. And, and went to games. I would a- get asked constantly, "What number's your kid?" Oh, really? That's bad. <laughs> because wow. I, I started shaving in sixth grade, so like I've always had a five o'clock shadow. And so then, like, oh, what number's your kid out there? And it's like this isn't <laughs> physically possible. <laughs> okay, like yeah, no. Yeah. Thanks for thinking. Like eighteen years ago, I was getting it on with somebody, but <laughs> that was. <Wow. laughs> The that show was, is just ma'am. getting R-rated quickly. I'm, I'm a perpetrator of this. I've I feel as if it's just because it's 10, 13. I think, yeah, yeah. Probably. We might be yeah. a little tired. Okay. Excuse yeah. everyone for the. Yeah, I know. Wow. Um, okay, so the White Bear Stillwater game. A couple things of note. Um, White Bear's uh, second line stood out to me in this game a lot. I really like the play of them. And then the freshman for Stillwater, that kid's a stud. Luca Jarvis. Yeah, he's he's going to be really good. He's going to be good. I, I, you told me he already is. I think he already is. He's a second. He's on the second line, and he's playing really good minutes. He's got the nastiest number, though. He's got, like, number 35 yeah. or yeah. something like that. He's got a JV number. He's got to get a couple goals. It is 35. That's, that's, number. that's a goalie cut, is it not? No, uh, no, no, not always. Some of these teams get 1 through 40 and just give the freshman the – Worst yeah. number. Yeah. yeah, and he definitely has the worst number. But uh, hats off to White Bear getting this one done, especially at Stillwater. Um, and in a weird start, too. But White Bear had a good week, and this is the start of it. Moorhead 1, Rozo 0. We'll Legion. The Legion. Legion. Well, we'll just refer to him in Legion. The Legion 0. Uh, Moorhead got up one to nothing in the first period, and then Kai Weigel just shut it down the rest of the way. Yeah, Look with like. the 30-some shots on goal. Yeah, it was high. Um, so 37. Yeah, 37. That's a high number on an offensive team like Rozo, too. Yep. 
Um, Benilde, four and over two. You were there, Will? I was in attendance. And we'll talk more about this. Don't put a ton of stock into it. But Benilde in those first two periods was as good as I've seen them all year. Okay. Bar none. I mean, they just... Tell me a little uh, something about Benilde. Who, who's their go-to guys? Uh, why, why are they beating ben, everybody so Ben bad? Norris is someone that just really... I mean... I don't know if you want to call him underrated because he's definitely been on people's radars, but mm-hmm. you talk about the guys that are leaving, but he's definitely a piece that's come back that's like, wow, this kid is legit. And then on their back end, um, there's this kid, senior Jack Anderson. He mm-hmm. is a first-time varsity skater as a senior, but he's big. He can move the puck really well. He's really, really solid on special teams. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a Jack Anderson fan. All right. And then they have Mason McElroy in goal, who's as good as any, so – I am I am high on Benilt. Uh Mason Miner's another kid. Yeah. Uh, Mason Stinger's Stinger. Good Their blue kid. line is blue so line. good. Yeah. It is a good blue line for them. All right. Benil or uh, Bemidji four, Thief River Falls one. This is one of those I put this in my notable notable scores last week, not because it's a huge notable score, but they both teams have played a lot of same teams. Yeah. Competitors, so like, okay, who wins this game? And Bemidji wins it four one over Thief. Yeah, which definitely drops Thief down. And then if you look at how they got throttled by Rozo, yeah, what does that do for the St. Cloud Cathedral tie? Yeah, I know. And the and transfer, they're, 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 they're game, the number right? one. Yeah, I, yeah, I just it, I can't get j- behind drops it. the value of their stock Absolutely. again. Absolutely, I think a little bit. That's that's where I raise Hermantown in this instance. Too. I agree. And especially when you look at the War Road tie, win tie, you know, 0. .05 for uh, yeah. Cathedral. I just have a hard time with a .05 seconds left on the board. There are there are so many teams where I'm just like, we need another 10 days to well, create the separation. I don't know. We just need more games, man. We need more data. Yeah. I agree. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> St. Cloud Cathedral four or seven Gentry four, hmm. kind of a goofy game. Yeah, that is a goof- I was I was following along on Twitter and it was just like I think Gentry like jumped out to an early lead. Yeah, if I remember right, and then Cathedral just bang bang bang. I mean, top line probably. They're, the other forward talent is unbelievable. Yeah, it's just, it's a I don't know. I like that team. I'm not sure how deep Cathedral is. I know. The top line and the top oh. D pair are very Strom and yep. Gerhardt or Gephardt or Gephardt. yeah are very good. But after that, um, Wednesday, Holy Angels and St. Louis Park played five to two. That's a deciding Holy game. Angels. Uh, yep. Holy Angels. That's a deciding game for sections. Let's not forget. I was I listened to the preseason show and you guys thought that Holy Angels might leapfrog Benilde in six. And I would um, uh, retract. Parts, that, 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 was crazy, that was a crazy. That was a crazy take. These are parts of the show you don't need to. Do. <laughs> yeah, that okay. was that was going outside back to voice shows, that should be inside. You keep that in. You put those in your filter, okay? Yeah, that. Oh, you know, I don't I'm, need to be reminded people, of old that. Old people don't have a filter. I'm okay? here for Usually, good, you, I'm here for a good time, like not for a long person. time. I'm only gonna be here two weeks. I'm I'm just I'm letting it all out. I guess, but still, this solidifies them. I would say at the four. Um, and puts St. Louis Park now at the five. Um, Thursday, Fairball four, Mankato East one. Ooh, man. What? 
Yeah, I saw that, and it was just Ooh, a shocking. That's a good score. It's a I shocking like score. It's not a section opponent anymore. I like the anymore. result, but yeah. I, that's a good score. It's not a section opponent. Fairbolt's in one. East is in three, but it's a telling score. It tells right us now. a lot about three, doesn't it? It does. It really does. So three is three again. Yeah. Four three. first period goals for Fairbolt. Two of them came shorthanded. It, really? Yeah. This is a game I think he wants back. Yep. Fries wants this one back. No I doubt. guarantee no it. Fries. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Champlin 5, Coon Rapids 1. This drops them to the f- 5 seed. Really? Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I'm with you on that. No matter how many times you beat Blaine 10 to nothing, you're still the five <laughs> seed. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it. Um, okay, Wyzetta 5, Hill Murray 2. I was at that game. Thank you. <laughs> Is that a good Danny there? That was a pretty, good. A pretty I was at that game. Thank you. I'll, I'll do game. that in the next one, too. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Um, I, I, I was trying, when I was doing my tweets, I was trying to, like, give people a little hope. No, just like they are manhandling them. They are outclassing them. I sure. was using like really descriptive words to say, describe a fairly boring hockey game and a half filled. Nothing worse than all just like half filled because it's so yeah. such a big place. I right? was talking to Jazzy about this after the game. It's kind of like a mausoleum. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like, ooh, this is hard because it's so quiet in here during this game and the home team is getting killed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm no offense to Wyzetta, they didn't bring a host of fans That's all a long the way across drive. T- town yeah. for a weeknight game. So I don't blame them for that, but it, so there was a li- really quiet, but if you're just watching hockey and just kind of super focused on the game, Wyzetta just played with them, just toyed with them. When once they went and, and Benoit came out in the third and really kind of started Wyzetta. taking it to him. No. In the third period, Hilmarie. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank yeah, you. Hilmarie comes out of the third as just was buzzing, right? Yeah. Totally buzzing. Cut the score to like uh four two four at one two. Point. And and literally within a minute or two later, yep. bang is over. Of, I got made a five two. Of note, um Hill Murray had eight power plays in this game. Both of their goals came on the power play. So why is that outscores them five to zero playing five on five? Yeah. It was never really a matter of doubt. There was never in doubt whether who was going to win this hockey game. Yeah. This would will be an interesting game if it happens later in the season, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said in the ranking session, Yeah, Hill Murray has top five talent. I can s- easily see them playing Friday night in the state tournament. But right now, they are not a top five team in the state. No. No. Um, okay, Minnetonka three, Chanhassen two, overtime. New profile pick. New profile pick for me. I changed my profile on Twitter, just FYI, to probably the best game that I'll see, that I have seen in a while, and that's why this one's profile changed to that. Um, this was easily one. Oh, well, okay. I'm tired. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, that was a that was, dark time, Danny. That was not a, that was an involuntary yawn, not a yawn to make fun of you. Sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was just, I was like, it's interesting of note. Um. So Taka never led in this game until they put in the game winner. Really? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so Chan is scored first, and then Taka, and then Chan, and then Taka, and uh, 
Minnetonka finished Tell it. Tell me something new about Minnetonka that I don't know. What I wasn't what I was surprised for in this game is um, Robbie House and John Stout jumped up a lot. In they this were game. aggressive. They were very aggressive. Now it paid off for Robbie House's goal, uh, but they also got burnt a couple of times too with that because when you s- stick somebody deep like that, it it's hard to get back, especially against a team like Chan. Sam Sheets did not play in this game because of actual extracurricular activities in the Eastview game. So he was out. Ty Sm- in street clothes? I don't know. I didn't see. I love that word. <laughs> uh, street, street clothes. clothes. Um, Ty Smith was in. He was on the second line for That's Chan. good to hear. He's yep. a good football player. And he, and he played very well. A lot of heart in this game. That second line played super good. Andy Earl played great. Um, and so I think that second line clicks a lot more right now, especially with Ty back. Good to hear. Um, overall, I, I guess I expected more out of Tonka, but the difference maker in this game was definitely Cam Hendrickson. Cam, they could not beat Cam when he was square to the puck. Uh, and it wasn't until, you know, they needed to get him side to side moving and just uh, to actually get a good opportunity and a good look. Anything that um, Cam had a shot at, he saved. There's probably about five pipes or at least three good pipes by Tonka. Uh, but that just tells me that Cam was in the right position, too. Someone was telling me this week uh, a lot of voices in my head at the Lumberjack Cup. And <laughs> like someone said, Gavin Newland Camp is the best player in the state. Wow. Gavin, you if I That's were what, I don't I can't remember who told me that, but someone that I trust and was like they were at the game and thought he was the best player on the ice. Think it, about that. If I were to vote for Mr. Hockey right now, he would be my number one. Based on wow, the players really? that See? I have seen, he would be my number one. He he played unbelievable in this game. Truly, he was chance other than Cam and Ned. Gavin was the best skater. Have you okay. seen Edina? I have seen Edina. But it was See, I, I think that I think this is Mr. Hockey is Jackson Nevers to lose. Or that maybe he doesn't get it because he's from Edina. Because remember how hard it is for Edina I, to win it? I really I think it's a lot of people's award to lose. Yeah, well, Carson a, Pilgrim's to lose. It's Carson Pilgrim's to lose. It's, objectively. It's it, Noah Ernest's to lose. I think it is too. It, Rozo guys don't lose. Yeah, and so like you have a lot of and different he's got things. Major stock in, in NHL stock. Yeah, major. So I I really we've talked about it before. The Mister Hockey. This is going to be a weird year. It's a weird it's year. Goofy. And now it, and it also goes back to how many Tonka players are there going to be on the Mister Hockey list? It's gonna that that's going to be the that's gonna, the deciding the fly in the I element. bet I bet they'll get three. Oh, I, they could yeah. even get four. Ah. Ugh. That's they so. Could. That's so many. I know because you have to consider they're going to be splitting the vote, kind of. Totally. Not, uh, yes and no in some ways. Sometimes they ride each other too. Yeah, that's true. And, and a good example of that would be Chase Cheslock and Sam Ronaldo yeah. last year. Yeah, that's a good example. And when Lakeville North went undefeated, they had three. Okay, but their forwards were not. They were you know Ryan was not a senior. Mm-hmm. Right, so that was the difference. Where this is a very heavy forward class out of Tonka, 
So, well, I, I, not that we're giving out the awards or no. even get, having that discussion, but I think Hagen Burrows with this, his performance this fall in the USHL, he's he, in for sure. He's a, he's an absolute lock. As and he played he very healthy. good in this game. I really liked his play in this game a he's, lot. He's got to be in, and yeah. I think if, if you keep John Stout, I out, would take you, yeah. You, those two will be in. Stout's no going to be what. one of the three defensemen without no a, without question, question about it. Yeah, no question about it. So. so it, it, and it's the thing is the people watching Taka are the people voting too. And, a lot of them are, yeah. And so you have to keep that in mind as well. Um, and if Taka keeps winning and they keep putting up points, their numbers are going to be hard to pass up. I again, this was one of the most complete hockey games that I have seen in a long time by both squads. It was excellent. Um, I'm surprised that this didn't go down as a tie just based on how it was playing, but it was I, I can't speak highly enough of how good both teams played here. And I I truly think that Chan turned a corner with this game. Okay. So All right. so you think they should be ranked higher? I believe that based on what I saw out of this. And, yes, uh, you know, we talked last week about how Benilde and Edina, Benilde gave Edina their best game. And, I, you know, obviously I would think Chan, Chan gave Taka yeah. their best game. So we'll see more this week, Chan and um, Rogers play. So we'll kind of see. And they play St. Thomas, too. So we'll kind of see more of what's going on down there. All right. Next. Monticello five, Chicago Lakes one. Chicago. Go. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it well. It's coming up again too. Really? Chicago. Yeah. Who was it? They Monticello beat Chicago five one. Okay. So Monticello's the two seed right now. Yeah. Okay. They're the firm Distant two seed. Two. Distant. Um, Orono six, Minneapolis two. I I don't know why it's even the significance. Yeah. Rogers three and over one. It's a good win for Rogers. Yeah, yeah. I like. I given what we know about Ando from this past week, I feel like I'd like to see that be a wider margin victory. True. Okay, I can get behind that. Um, Saint Thomas four, Montemitai one. I I told you why I don't go to this game ever. Why I don't go to Montemitai playing double A teams does nothing for me. Sure. All I care about is Montemita. How are they going to do in the state tournament? And they and, and I'm not mad. I mean, they can play a double A schedule all they want. I think it's great for their game. It's like when when uh, um, Bruce Plant would come down and play a double A team. You know, they come down and they play Roseville or I'm like, what does that game tell me? It tells me yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know, although it it tells me when they play a top top double A team. Yeah, I can't really learn anything when they're playing mid range double A teams. Sure. Um, Holy Family six, Duluth East zero. <laughs> um, Holy Family's only game of the week because their game on Saturday got canceled thirteen minutes before JV because the Grand Forks Central bus could not make it down. Say it one more time. <laughs> it was like thirteen minutes before JV got canceled. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, fun fact. <laughs> um, roads were bad yeah. up north. They weren't great in the cities either. Um, Elk River, four, Totino Grace, three. Okay. like that. Cretan, five, Woodbury, four. Eek. Gross. That's yeah. gross. That's gross. That's a gross one. Icky. Oof. 
Um, Grand Forks Central, five. East Grand Forks, four overtime. It, it goes to... I can't really learn much from that. I know Central's good, but I don't know... Here's what I learned, that East Grand is still leaking goals. Yeah. That's what I learned. Yes. Five five goals on 18 shots. They're I know le- that, that was an issue for them last year was their their back end, but... Yeah, it was leaky, and this is still a little leaky. Well, uh, when we had them in St. Cloud, Coach Palmasino said, we're still trying to figure out who our goaltender is. Yeah, of note, they switched it up. I think Wavra started that cathedral well, game. I, I'll say this. No, no offense. You're using the hockey hub as a source. When I went to him to get his It was all wrong. He goes, Dude. none of those are right. Yeah, it, it, to add a little bit of more of the like, hub okay. not being right, I pulled up the Tonka-Chan game just to relook at it to talk. They have Luke Gary as the game winner. Ashton Schultz scored mm. the game winner. Right. So uh, just grain of salt. Ma- make hockey have great again, man. It's been bad the last like you know three years. Funny, I I was talking to somebody recently about, you know, how did you start with hockey? Uh, blah it's blah blah. The right. Existing and information said, was crap. Because no, no. no. But I, I, the hockey hub in 2010 was so good, was unbelievable. Oh, oh my God! They were reporting on stuff. They, there wasn't. You Twitter. wouldn't know, son. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I was six years old. <laughs> there wasn't Twitter, right? Like, there wasn't Twitter. Wasn't the source. Websites were the source. So you'd yeah. go on there and you'd get. You know, he had this Lauren Nelson, these top 100 players of all time. Oh, there were so stories. Cool. They were pumping out three or four stories a day. So you'd go on there, and then they had all the stats. There were updated stats that were great. It was like, hey, and I'm like. So then when I went on to another printed publication and couldn't find rankings for a team, I'm like, this is garbage. We need to make a hub. We need to make a youth site mm-hmm. like this yeah. hockey yeah. hub and yeah. make it for youth hockey. And then we just kind of grew into high school as the years progressed. I grew up in the wrong generation. It man. was so good. I should be your age. Why? Yes. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I I, I'm, I, miss, I feel like I, I wish I would have had like the nostalgic how about the answering machine? Would you like the answering machine? But we had a landline growing up. Rewind the tape. Yeah. Nothing like that. But. The best, though, on the answering machine, I'm going to age myself mm-hmm. here, is you'd sit there, and the call would come in, and you'd let the machine pick it up and go. And then the, and, then know, they start talking. Hey, Tony, it's Danny. And then click. <laughs> Hello, hey, Danny. What's I'm going? here. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. Just screening calls. The... The only problem, if, if you want to talk about my age, and uh, uh, Coach Brown and I were talking about this um, before we recorded, we looked at scores in the newspaper. Yeah. And we got the rankings from the newspaper with the sticks on them, you know, in the mm. library. Like, that's how we found out who was good and bad. Okay? Like, that's how we found out if we were number one in the state. Twi- Twitter, <laughs> Twitter kind of goaded in that respect, but I don't know. Yeah. Everything's too easy now. Way too easy. Yeah, I feel, I feel Every, so pompous or too accessible. Yeah, every team has a Twitter handle. Seventy-five percent of the teams have line charts now. That's you know, good. I like it, that part of it. it. But like where we were, you know, even before COVID, it wasn't that good. No, no. So when I show up to a game like last night, White Bear Lake at Creighton, and they don't have roster sheets, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little yeah, annoying. Let's not go there. Scan some, the QR some, code. You know what though? The 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 higher the rank. The team, the greater the chance you're going to get, like, line charts and treat you like a junior team. The lower, you go to a lower rank game, you're like, yeah, you're going to have to scan this QR code for the roster. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a 
crappy nice. Yeah, because going like this and yeah, trying to I see know, looking is, at your phone like who's sixteen? Yeah, who's twenty yeah. eight? You know, it's yeah. very it's tricky. Tricky. Um, okay, Friday games: Little Falls four, Chicago Lakes three. There it is. Wow, you're just on this. Why? Why so much? It's a transitive property of five right now. Yeah, I, but I learned about five. I know. Okay. All right. Okay. Thief River Falls five, Detroit Lakes three, as Will mentioned earlier. That tells us where DL is and tells us that Thief is the solid three seed. I agree. I agree. Um, Laverne six, New Ulm one. Ooh. That tells us there's a there solid go. number one Ooh. right now in three. Yeah. Welcome to the, you know, show. Yeah. Yep. This Laverne. was down in Laverne. Yeah. But I still like a good the sound one. of that. Rozo three Grand Rapids two. Seven double A. Seven double A, man. Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, Saturday scores Northfield seven, Albert Lee three. I would say that's the separation between seven three. Seven three. Yeah. Um Eden Prairie four, Duluth East two. Gentry seven, Champlin Park two. Man, I don't know what to make of Gentry. Kind of a mystery that's, team, aren't they? Yeah, that's, that's a I mystery. Mean, that's, a, that's a really good win. So that's why you have that cathedral score, and then you have this score, and that's a little mystery team. They, I mean, yeah. I could see them just throwing a grenade into section four. <laughs> yes. Woo! They, it's common. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. Yeah, uh, they sit around all day and play hockey. <laughs> yeah. And make people angry. Yeah. Oh, dude! Don't remind me of how bad like the Class A discourse oh, about them was. So bad. Uh, I so do bad. wish though the the COVID state tournament we would have got Hermitown Gentry. That would have been a great would, game. Yeah, that would have been we awesome. Did, we didn't even get the regular season game. Man. I that, know. That's how I met you through through that. Oh, game. because that was was it a COVID? No, they just it was within like the contact window where they would have to be <laughs> eliminated from the playoffs. So they both the teams were just like bad idea. Oh, they don't want to play because then they could get. Yeah. COVID or potential COVID. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Hermantown got COVID. Oh, quote remember, unquote. Remember that day? Oh, I remember it. You were the yeah. You were there. <laughs> I interviewed you. I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I hadn't even gotten to cloquet. Yeah. And my phone was blowing up. I'm like, I just left there. Yeah. <laughs> I had just left no, the building. We had the team meeting the like team twenty meeting. minutes later. No, the team meeting was called like, Yeah, we have a team meeting coming up now. I'm like, Man. Okay. That was that was. Oh, I know what that team meeting was about. <laughs> Brutal. Um, Rogers won Shakopee one overtime. Yuck. Yeah. wasn't wasn't great. I I thought that Rogers was going to win five to two. That was my pre game prediction on this one. Yeah. And um, just the top line never really got going. I really like Nolan Gertis's game. He's fun to watch. He's an athlete. He's he's an athlete, and I will say um, Jackson Smith Connect um, definitely grew into his body more this year. Yeah, he's physical. Yeah, he's he's a lot. Uh, he's enjoyable to watch. I really like them. Um, and then Shakopee um, Seager Seager had an outstanding game. Coop. Yeah. The real Coop. The real Coop. The real Coop stood up, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cooper Sear had an outstanding game. I think he is probably the reason, along with Alexi Hudson, that this game was 1-1. Yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, I'll. I need to see more of Rodgers. Let's put it that way. Okay. I've seen a lot about, of shock P. I think recently. Well, Rodgers only has three games under the belt. Yeah, two zero and one. Yeah. Right. Really. I think. So. Here, let me look at the double one. Um, they have no. They have six. Shoot. Yeah, I was about to say. Okay. I but still, I I want to see more. Yeah. That that Chan game is going to tell us so much. It will. It will. Um, War Road 5, Grand Rapids 3. War Road keeps stringing wins together, throwing stuff yeah. at paper, and it's working. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're a one-loss team, right? Correct. Point five point seconds five. left, one-loss yeah. team. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a team that is throwing everything at the wall, and it's working right now. I want to see, you know, if this can last long term. They got Hardwick back. Big boy, big boy's back. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Saw him in the lineup uh, on the lineup sheets. Speaking of lineup sheets, saw that this week. I tweeted that one out. I still think it's like the funniest nickname of all time. Big boy, big boy. <laughs> He's about five ten, one seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> Where did big boy, boy come from? Yeah, the story goes he was nine pounds as a baby, but he was like a month premature. <laughs> the doctor goes, "Your name is Big, big Boy." boy. And it stuck. Stuck. Of note, um, Carson Pilgrim, five-point game in that. Really? Three goals, two assists. That's Mr. Hockey. Uh, So you're going, you're saying the nephew is going to win Mr. Hockey this year? I think so, man. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I I, I think people play the tapes, and they're going to play the tape of that state tournament where he just went off. Man, what a a game that was. I I, I stumbled upon the highlights the other day. It just went off. So I think it's possible that he can string that together and pull it off. He's got the UND logo next to his name. That helps a lot. You know, you got the, like, Jackson Never's got the Gopher logo. You get the logo next to your name like that. Yeah. I think it's really There's a lot of logos that will not be a part of the 10, though. That's That's true. Big 10? No, the the 10. The 10 Mr. Hockey finalists. Yeah, but, like, like Stout with the UMD logo. I mean, there's there's just with the Denver logo. There's so many this year. It's like you have to you have to cut somewhere. But there's a lot. There's always or usually. I mean, even last year, Sam Ranallo was not committed. Still isn't. Still isn't. Yeah. So there's usually uncommitted. No, I'm I'm not fine with that. I'm just saying there's. I think there's the. the, I can't wait till we get to Mr. Hockey. Maybe a half season Mr. Hockey prediction or something show. But like we could do that for Christmas time. Like, right after the Christmas tournaments, we could kind of start. You know how we normally do a half pod? We could do a yeah. half pod of that. Yeah, I agree. I okay. agree. Um, Sartell 3, Bemidji 2. I think Joe was at that game, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, Hermantown. Little graphics. You see that many little graphic? And then yeah. he, he just does it one tweet where it's just continuous. I kind of like that. It's nice. Um, Hermantown. I might try that this okay. week. Okay. Just one string. Yeah. Hermantown 5, Centennial 0, up at the Hawk Dome. All right. Yeah. Our boy Harper got shut out. Yeah. Dane Callaway, baby. Uh, we haven't talked at all about Brimsick. I mean, there's there's like McElroy? five or six Callaway? really solid. Weigel. Weigel. Hendrickson. I think Weigel. Weigel or Hendrickson to lose right now. Those are the two. I in don't know. My head. I think McElroy could sneak in there. Really, 
But, but Dane Callaway is the odd man out. And he's going to play every game for a top two single-A team in the state. Well, and we're not mentioning the goaltender that's committed, too. Because he hasn't played yet. AJ Riles, that's right. Yeah. Proctor. So, yeah, you got to play some games. Shout yeah. out, shout out, my guy Andrew Johnson with his first two varsity goals for Hermantown. Jr. Really, the rig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we knew we'd get one little like subtle. Oh yeah, yeah. There we go. Homerism. That's it. Um, and then Wyzetta six and over two and over without a couple of their key players. So but this, saw this game. Jazzy did. Jazzy did, and he just said it was never close. Yeah, he, that's what he told me too. It's just never if, a doubt. If Andover's not competing. Duluth yeah. isn't competing. Rapids is struggling. Denfield's playing a single A schedule. Duluth Marshall isn't anything special. Not yet. Rock Ridge. Rock is, Ridge. Rock Ridge. No, come on. The radioactive rats aren't there yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, keep going. Cloquet three, East Grand Forks this is two. The score of the week. It is yeah. the score of the week. That's the score of the week. I got another one that's a good score, but that's a good score. That's right. score of the week, and uh, that at caught... East Grand too. Yeah, that's that's a Bus long legs. trip. Yeah, yes, that's not is. at Pine Valley. Yeah, I, I, that's an impressive win. As much as we've you know, yeah, kind of dogged them a little bit in the first half of the season. Hats off to them. Like we got to yeah. see him play now. Yeah, I know. I gotta see him. I know, dude. Spend the night in Duluth. You can you can stay in the guest bedroom. I gotta talk to. Uh, my, you know, scheduler about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, my scheduler has been out of town, so maybe, you know, yeah. I, I might. You deserve, you deserve it. Carl makes yeah. your schedule. Yeah, yeah. well, Carl, understandable. if you're on the podcast this week, Carl's not on the podcast. Right. You know, think about it. So he's not home. Um, Elk River 2, Rozo 1. That's another one. That's a head scratcher. The yeah. kryptonite of Elk River strikes yeah, again. Man, man, they just own them. <laughs> they do. They just own them. Yeah. I'd love to see the last, like, ten matchups with the it's series bad. It's, it's bad. It's bad, man. It's really bad. Um, Benilde 3, Stillwater 2. This is more indicative probably of where Benilde might yeah. lie. Yep. It's definitely a step back for them, but I mean, if they're playing, they're they're it's winning. Like, it's they're, like a, it's like a winning. bottom. I would call that a bottom quartile outcome for them, and they're still beating a good team. Yeah, uh, yep. that means something. Yeah, I still think that, you, like you said, you can still put them at three even with a score like this because they are still winning. Yep. Um, Delano four, Breck three, overtime. Ooh, I saw Ooh. that. And why does Class A guy? What did Breck ever do to get in his top twenty? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I saw like the ranked. I'm like, is it is he that desperate to coming get... in at 17? Yes. Week? No, I don't see them. Quote as a pesky Mound Wistanka. Pesky, <laughs> pesky. He's trying too hard. He's yeah, that's too trying hard. too hard. Um, I mean, then... I, don't get me wrong. We should get Maley on this show. He would be a interview whiz. Okay, that's... absolute whiz. Noted. He's very intelligent. So he's gonna he's gonna eat us alive. Can, yeah. See, he like we can have Will. Us. We can have Will because we can. Yeah, you we, know, can, we can hang with him. Yeah, we can hang. But Maley is like really <laughs> smart. Okay. Like I I'm intimidated by his intelligence. Okay. Last score: White Bear Lake one, Creedon Durham Hall zero. Ooh, I bet that was fun. 
<laughs> yeah. That was well, I'll put it this way. When was he, the goal scored? I think the first period. Oh, so there was hope for more yeah, goals. First period. <laughs> there was hope. In the Lumberjack Cup final today between Os Maple Grove and White Bear. Yeah. Zero to zero through three. Uh, ooh. Zero to zero in the overtime. And then we went three shooters and they finally scored. It's like the Vikings game today. It was like yeah. the Vikings game. It yeah. was brutal. Uh, but it was fun to watch White Bear celebrate. They loved every second of it. They repeat as Lumberjack champs. Um, this White Bear squad, good win for them. Cretan's got to figure out something offensively, too. Yeah. I mean, every game has been a one-goal game, one goal to um, Hermantown. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. 2-1 two, two, final. 2-1 two, final, one goal to Woodbury, one goal here. they got to find something offensively, and I don't know if it's there yet. My apologies to the White Bear High School fans. Uh, our chat GBT, uh, Carter Steven, uh, wrote upset because Creighton was, no, no. was ranked mm-hmm. and White Bear was not. Not an upset. It was not an upset. Yeah. No, uh, one thing about White Bear um, fans, they always show up to games. White Bear always has a great student section. Yeah. Really. Um, I thought Brienne had a good tweet this week with the, yeah, the White the, Bear kids celebrating with their teammates still on the road. That. that was yeah. good. That was a good yeah. tweet. Yeah, so it, even though it was a one nothing game, it was still fun because the student section was lively, Yeah, which is – I, I think that can change, you know, your outlook on watching a one nothing game, at least. But yeah, Creighton needs more. Creighton needs to find or mix up something because what's there is not working. It doesn't seem like not yet. But again, young. similar to Hill Murray, young, young. It's tough with Creighton too, being in the suburban East. They're not playing a late conference schedule. It's no. like so, so many of these outcomes. Like they, their next two games are Forest Lake and Mounds View. It's like, how much are we really going to glean from that? I don't know. I Dude, think you they, can. Uh, well, I'll glean they better start winning by winning. more than one. <laughs> no doubt, that's what I'm gleaning. Uh, because if you're Woodbury and you know you're beating Woodbury five to four, yeah, I'm gleaning a lot there. It's concerning. I'm gleaning a lot by you a one glean. nothing loss. Gleaned. I'm gleaning away. I'm glen. I'm glent. I'm fully glent. <laughs> I have felt the glent. <laughs> Apparently you can't use big words no, yeah. on the spot. No, no, see, I'm taking I'm taking Carl's job, so I, I had to throw one of those in there. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> that was just a two syllable one. Quit being so. pedantic. Glean. Did you just uh, say glean has glean. two syllables? Gleaning. Oh. <laughs> you added <laughs> eight. Out. No glean. one said gleaning. Gleaning? We've been gleaning. Okay, okay. That's all the games that I have. Why don't we glean some more information from Rozo's top player, Noah Ernest? We're joined now with Noah Ernest, senior forward from Roseau High School. How are you doing today, Noah? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is this segment is brought to you by Gemini Athletic. Gemini makes probably the greatest high school hockey jerseys, and they make your jerseys up in Roseau. Uh, which is your favorite, Noah? Is it the green aways? Is it the whites? Or is it the special black uniform that Gemini makes? I mean, I don't know the green and whites. Everyone knows those, but I'd say the the blacks are pretty. They're pretty special just because they're we hardly wear them. So what when is, you wear them, it's pretty, pretty cool. Is there a circumstance that you guys wear them, or when when did, when do you bring them out? When do you put them back in the shelf? Not really. I think. I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I mean, I would say we just 
kind of wear them for somewhat special games or somewhat games that we need to do good. Kind of like business suits, I guess. Really? Like oh, okay. The, the ones. Yeah. I like so, that. Um, can you tell when you versus your youth jersey and 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 then the high school you, when you put on that Gemini jersey? Is there something special about it? Yep. It's it's very very special. It's awesome. All right, uh, we got a couple. We got a guest here today, Will Peterson from Hermantown. You have a state championship. I do. You do twenty. Well, I, I, I you were hey, you were part. Did you get a medal? He was the manager. I got I got a medal. I got, you a, got a medal. Ring. I got a ring. Uh, you medal got a and ring. ring. That's where is the ring? The ring rings needs at to... home. Ring didn't make it to college. All uh. right. So what was that? Twenty twenty two. Okay, twenty two. Um, you guys walked away with it that year pretty much, and you were a big part of that. Um, well, you got a couple questions here for Noah? Yeah, so you... you... Guys, we got a little 218 connection oh, yeah. going here. All up, right. up North Report, Tony. Yes. Bringing it back. I'm sure you've said his name yeah. in Up oh, North Report. so many times. All right. So you played high school hockey as a freshman. Kind of an interesting dynamic with the whole Minnesota youth structure. I mean, you're 14 years old, fresh out of geometry class, going against grown men every night. No, tell me about that dynamic. What what's that like as a as a bright eyed, bushy tailed fourteen year old? Yeah, I mean it was pretty. It was a it was a big jump, but it was a it was a good jump. I thought I did pretty well for the for that uh, circumstance, but it was a it was definitely a adjustment period. But I think it really really helped me in my my career so far. What was the first game that you're like? Oh, I play varsity hockey and not bantam hockey. Like <laughs> these guys are different. I'd say when we played Grant, like Jack Peart on Grand Rapids and those guys for sure. I was uh, trying to forecheck and was uh, fun. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's that's a skill guy. But was there a time where you just got smashed in the boards or got hit open ice? Where you're like, man, my teeth hurt right now. I think there was. I got rid of the puck. I think it was against like Red River, Grand Forks Red River or something. Really? I got rid of the puck and like four seconds later, I was coming around on that. Four seconds later, I just got just got beamed and yeah, I was I was like, well, that's not a penalty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Before we go too far, you mentioned something right before we got on the air. You said that you're somehow second, third cousins with Thor Buffland. Do you guys share any characteristics? On the ice or off the ice that you guys are like, you and Thor? Yeah, I'd say our um, off the ice, we're pretty pretty fun to be around. Or, uh, he is for sure. And on the ice, I'd say we, we both, both can skate and make plays pretty well, I guess. All right. We, we do our try hard. I don't know. It's, it's fun. I would say he's, he's a possession guy, great puck handler. And I would say that you're a speed guy and a sniper. Where where is the like where how are you guys alike in there or 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 just not alike? Um, I think he has the. I don't know. I think he's he's a sniper though. I think he is. All right, so he's you are alike. A, he has a very underrated shot for sure, especially right. from like the from the point from uh, a power play and stuff. He can run those really well, and yeah, I think we. Uh, I think he's pretty underrated in the. And he's pretty fast. He's he's just so smooth that people won't really see that. But and if things yeah. line up well, you guys could play together. Yeah, hopefully I'll be again. Again, that'd be awesome. That'd be really awesome. All right, Danny, you got a question? Well, I I got two questions. Uh, talk, uh, talk a little bit about northern hockey for us. 
we don't, most people don't get to see you guys. Uh, what's northern hockey like in your part of the state? Uh, just because you're playing similar teams year over year. You know, you you got War Roads always on the schedule twice. You have the Grand Forks, Central, and Red River on there. You know, we'll never see those teams. What's it like to play northern hockey versus, you know, city hockey and coming down here? The closest you come down is St. Mike. Yeah, from from that experience, I mean, I would say it's I'd say it's pretty similar. I, I'd say there's more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I haven't really played that <laughs> much city hockey, but do you, do you stay connected to what the city's doing? Do you watch the scores that are going on in the city right now? Yeah, yeah, I would say I'd say the the games are sometimes more high scoring, and then. Sometimes just not. I don't know. It's just hockey, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, it's a fair answer. Yeah, that's a. It's a good answer. Um, ooh, I've always thought like Hermantown kids, for example, and not to make this a Hermantown show, just are grinders. Like they just keep they keep coming, they keep coming, they keep coming. Uh, they don't get frustrated when they're behind. That's one of the characteristics. Would you say that's a true characteristic of Northern kids that they don't give up as easily? Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say that pridefully that we have a bit more. I have a bit more grit in our game. Well, I mean, like, your game this week with Moorhead's a good example of that, too. Yeah. You guys kept – you outshot them, at like, high 30s to, I think, 20-something, and you kept going at them, but Kai Weigel just stood tall, it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is just the – that's kind of their game plan, really. I mean, it's it's ours to try to get away from that in a way, too, because from uh, Moorhead's at least, but – but yeah, that's that's what they try to do, and they're they're good at it for sure. All right, I want to go back to your youth days. I always ask a youth question. You did a lot of the youth hockey hub stuff as a youth in in in, in junior high and stuff like that. Uh, whether it be Bantam Elite or the the Combine, I'm sure you made a lot of friends, uh, both Northern friends playing in the Bantam Elite League or coming to the camps, making friends. Who are some of the guys that you met? And are you still friends with these guys to this day? Yeah. Yeah, there's some guys like Teddy Townsend, Sam Sheets, Jackson Evers, kind of all those those type of guys. I mean, even the guys that graduated last year, like uh, Willis or uh, Ryan Coring, or just just some of those guys. It's always fun for you guys to meet those guys, and I think it's part of the fun of youth hockey in Minnesota. Is you meet these kids and you play some AAA or you play in a in an all star event or whatever, and they're lifelong friendships. But it also it kind of makes the games against them f- more fun because, like, hey, we just beat Eden, we beat Townsend's team in, in the Roso tournament, and we beat you know Zam Plant's team in this tournament or whatever. Whatever it is, it, it just kind of like it spices things up. Has that been your experience as a youth hockey player? Yeah, definitely. Just like when we play, uh, uh, just really, really anyone, especially when we played Tonka though. That was. I was pretty good in the in the bands like Drew Stewart and those guys because he used to. I suppose he went to Benil now, but yeah, he was on Tonka then, so that was fun. All right, uh, you just got back from Cranbrook, British Columbia, playing in the BCHL. Tell me a little bit. Tell someone out there besides people from Cranbrook what Cranbrook is like, because we know it's it's a long ways from even. Even Penticton, you said, yeah, it's like six hours. Like, it was no big deal. I'm like, that's a long bus ride. Yeah. Um, I would say it's uh, 
it's kind of just like a mini city. And if you've ever been to Grand Forks, it's it's kind of okay. like that, just okay. a smaller version. <laughs> Probably twenty thousand, I'd say. And yeah, it's it's very hockey crazy. It's kind of like it's just everywhere there. How Obviously. what what's the town? Is it is it like a a mining town? A what 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 what's the industry in the town that makes people stay there? Why do people stay in Cranbrook? I think it's just the I, I, there's a little bit of mountain or uh, mining, but there's a lot of mountains around and mountain passes, so it's kind of it's almost like a a stop in between. There. There's lots of food and got and, it. Uh, yeah, it's and and then easy. what is the barn like? What do you, how big is the place that you play in there? It's it's really big actually. It's pretty like we stepped in there for the first time. You're kind of like wow. It's it's tall ceiling and there's a there's a lot of I don't know how many seats, probably like 5,000. Okay. Wow. It's a pretty good And is it sure. sold out, half full? What's what's the tents like for a home game? I'd say on a good night, it's about three-quarter full. About. Okay. So cool. It's pretty loud. Yeah, it's pretty – it's fun to play in for sure. And then when you go – how many how many road trips did you go on when in your in your stay there? Um, How many games did you guys play? 10, 15? By the 18. time you left, eighteen. Okay. Um, I'd say about four, probably. All right. Four. And from what I can tell, and, and again, I don't watch a lot of BCHL, but it's a it's a it's a league that just left Hockey Canada, so they're bringing in players from all over the world to be in the league. It's very competitive, and it's very high flying. So the scores are going to be a little bit higher than some of the U.S. Uh, junior hockey leagues. Is that? Did you get that feeling when you were playing there? Yeah, I mean, I'd say I kind of like heard that about the league a little bit, but I'd say it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good hockey all around. There's not there's a, there's quite a bit of defense and uh, obviously, but I mean it's it's pretty similar. I would say to the to the U.S. in that regard. And do you plan on going back there after high school season? I do. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I guess one other, let's ask one question about this season then. Yeah. 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 Um, hockey day. Okay. You looking forward to it? Definitely. Yeah. Is it more or less special that it's a war road game? More hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. No I haven't looked at the schedule. So is that war roads then home game this year? Yep. Yeah. Cause okay. we're doing the. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. And that's weird. You're gonna have played them already, correct? Yep. Yeah, you'll have played them in your barn already. Um, and you guys have a special uniform. Yep, we do. And it's green. Is it green? Uh I won't. Oh! Oh! I like it. I like it. All right, he's holding his cards to his vest. It's red, white, and blue, it like is. every youth. <laughs> like, like their youth jerseys. Um, Not anymore, but yeah. Um, here's one for you. This is going to be a, a, a little curveball. Um, we, we talked a little bit off air about Alex Bump, and I used to make fun of um, Prior Lake. I, I wouldn't refer to them as Prior Lake. I called them the casino. Now... I refer to Rozo as the Legion because that's a the, the hopping place in there uh, because you guys haven't gotten a state. 
What is the pressure like with your group? Because you guys have made it to state as youth. And I I would think, based even on the shots on goal and what I saw in your game against Moorhead, I think you could be one of the favorites in 8AA. What does that do for you guys and your crew that have been hanging out at the Memorial Building the last 10 years? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's – I'd say um, it's a pretty – I don't know. They've talked about the pressure, like um, our, our peewee year, I believe. The last time the peewees went to state was when Zach Yon and uh, Alex Strand and all those guys Cole went. And so, like, the last time the Rams went to state, it was when Zach Yon and Alex Strand and those guys went. So, I don't know. We're hoping to keep that pattern going, I guess. That'd be – I mean, pre- pressure's a, a privilege is what our coaches say. So All right. Um, are, you, are you guys up for the pressure? Definitely. All right. Yep. All right. How, do you normally go to the state tournament? Um, I I hadn't until like the last last couple of years. Okay. Really. Okay. Even when I was younger, but I just watched it every year. Okay. All right. Will any more questions from up north, guy? Yeah. So you've got a stretch of games. Here I, we look, go. I looked. I, I like looked at this. the schedule here just to get the sense for hockey day. So. Obviously, Hockey Day is a big one with Warroad on the 27th. But sandwiched in between that, you guys have that game with YZ you have every year on the 25th. And then you have Moorhead, the rematch, on February 1st. So that's three huge games within the span of a week. What kind of preparation is going to go into that stretch to get you guys? I mean, that's more or less like the playoffs before the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably treat treat every game like a playoff game. I mean, it's it's definitely good preparation and if we can get all those wins, it'll be it'll be pretty huge. <laughs> the state would go crazy if you yeah. got those wins. Not just not just Rosa, the whole state would take notice. That's no question. Yeah, we might that. have to call you again <laughs> if that happens. Well, thanks for being on the show. Before you leave, we're gonna do some pickums. You want to stick around with us? Yeah, for sure. All right, here we go, Danny. Before we do that, let's read off some other big games besides the Pick'em games. Chan goes over to St. Thomas this week. St. Cloud Cathedral and Alexandria play, which is usually a pretty good rivalry. Yeah, when they were in the same section, I, we that would was, go every year. That was fun when they were. I remember I sent Peter up there once here and, and broadcast it because it was such a big game. He drove all. He and Greg went all the way to Alex for the game. Oof. That's a long drive. Yeah. The Mac isn't as bad for us, Mm-mm. but Alex is a long drive. Monticello plays Northfield. Um, the Holiday Classic goes on at Braemar this week between Grand Rapids, Elk River, Edina, and Eden Prairie. Uh, Matamidi and Cloquet play. Alex also plays Which or- is now a big game. Yeah. Yeah. After it, what Cloquet did yeah, this week. That's it a is. big game. It is. Um, Alex also plays Orno, so kind of a prove Wait, it. where is that Matamidi game? That is up at Cloquet because what they day? play Friday. Matamidi is doing the swing with Hermantown. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep, that uh, makes sense. It, which, uh, that's why I didn't say, because yep. it's one of our picks. And then Alex and Orno, so Alex has a prove it week this week. Big time. And Holy Family versus St. Thomas. That's a that's kind of two teams on the outside wanting to get back in the top a- ten. And that game's a prove it game, too. Yeah, especially for Holy Family. Especially for Holy Family. I agree with that. All right, let's do it. Picks. Pick All right. Game one, uh, old guy goes first, and then we kind of slaughter way down the line. Noah, you'll go first on the fourth game. Uh, 
we're hated in Lakeville by all. Apparently. Uh, everybody in Lakeville hates us. They don't even listen anymore. Oh, that um, was fun. This well, last Lakeville North. At, uh-oh, here she comes in here. Nope. I was just <laughs> keeping my finger ready on the button <laughs> just so I could intrude. You know we're going to rock a little Lakeville. No, Noah, uh, Kayla's dad is on the coaching staff at Lakeville South, so this is why. And now their, fa- their, their feelings are hurt. Their feelings are. Yeah. Well, I mean, have any of you seen them play yet? Oh, this here year? we go. I saw them scrimmage. That was a scrimmage. Have any of you seen in a regular oh, well, game? Why would, look why at would how I need fiery she gets. Then where, where is your hatred coming from, huh? <laughs> Just saying. Have you seen him play? Okay. Oh, wow. No? I've never seen this out of you. Oh, wow. Just. Okay. Okay. You better be careful. I'm coming. I'm coming, I think. Okay, game on Tuesday. desperate. All right. uh, At Hossie. Lakeville North, Lakeville South. Um, I really don't even care about this game, but I'll (laughs) pretend I do. (laughs) I'll go Lakeville South on this one because I love their – uh, head coach, their assistant coaches are shoddy. You know, for me, it's how do you how do you pick between two, you know, orphan redheaded stepchild? Yeah, you know, it's like, like it's, how how do it's you? It's like a one green. I hope like Phil South knows banana. that like you guys probably wouldn't be this harsh <laughs> if I weren't here. Right? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It's like two green bananas. You know, it's, it's, I don't want to eat right either yet. of them. I don't want to eat either one of them. Exactly. I'm going to have to go Lakeville South. They're undefeated. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. So, yeah, Lakeville South. All right, Will P. Uh, man, I, yeah, this is this is tough. Um, part of me just wants to be a contrarian and say North. but They lost to Roseville. I know. I know. I, I have to go South. I don't like it, but Everyone's I'll go South. Everyone's going Lakeville South. I think, Noy, you could be... The difference here. You could go Lakeville North because you're from northern Minnesota. Maybe. Yeah, look at that. I don't know. Any- Might as well. I'll go, I'll go north. I'll go down. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, next game, Danny Ryan, you go first. This is a big game. This is hey, huge. And I know earlier in the show we were going to rip Carl for his horribly ranking. We did. St. Mark. We did. We totally ripped we him. Torched we him. torched him. Torched him. Uh, uh, number, like number six, I think they're going to be taking on number two, Wyzetta. <laughs> at Wyzetta. This is the best game of the week. Yeah, it, it's shaping up to be, but I still have to go Wyzetta. Yeah. I, it, in Wyzetta, I trust. Now, we're going, we're handing, I'm handing this off to the current yeah. Benilde St. Margaret I gonna, announcer. I was going to hop in with the disclaimer. Here but, we go. <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah, there's a couple disclaimers yeah. here. So I, I was talking about this game earlier, and so it's, Section six is tough because, you know, they all play once. The last thing that Benild can happen, because obviously they already took down Edina, if they lose to Wyzetta and Wyzetta beats Edina, then you get into the transitive circle We've of been death. there before. Yes. Where Benild, even though their resume might not be third out of the three, they're going to end up as the three seed. That's yeah, just how the vote is going to go. And there's more public schools in yeah. the section, so yes. the public schools will outvote but the yes. privates every, day, every with, time. With that being said, that's not going to happen because the Red Knights are going to take care of business. Give me Benilde. I, had, I knew that was coming. Yeah. That's so predictable. Mason McElroy legacy game coming. Oh, yeah, it could be. Um, all right, Noah, you're up now. Big game. This is a two top ten teams. Uh, two Wyzetta, Benil, depending on who you ask, is you played, six. You played Wyzetta last year, right? I think... Benil beat Edina last week, right? Yes, Correct. That's good. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it at them. I'll go with Wyzetta. 
You've played them before. You played them last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, they came up last year. They tied two to two. Yeah. What do you, uh, do you? What do you most remember about that game? Uh it's very. They had a good goalie. Yes. Uh, Will Ingman. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had three solid lines for sure. Solid to say the least. They're very good. You scored. <laughs> and they're Scored in the first period. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am going to go with, uh, I want to say Vanille, just to be, like said, the contrarian. Don't, but don't, I, don't I, buy gonna into go, that I'm going yeah. to go Wyzetta, too. So, Will, you're on your own. You're a lone cowboy. Would that be their first loss? Vanille? Vanille? Yeah, they're yeah. undefeated. They took. They did have a tough test with Stillwater on Saturday, but they got they it did. done. Yeah. At Stillwater. Yep. Yeah. All right. Game three. Will you get to go first? I'm not even going to ask. You don't even get to. Yeah. You don't even get. Just go ahead and write it down. Okay. Say the game. Yeah. It's Matamita at Hermantown. You're from Hermantown. There's no question. There's no question. All right. It's always the Hawks. All right. Uh, This is going to be a good one. Uh, What do you think about this, Noah? Matamita at Hermantown. It's not the state. I think just because Matamita. Kind of had their number last. I'm gonna go Matamida. Wow, I like that. Okay, I've got I've got a stat here from deep in my brain. Oh, <laughs> the all-time season series between. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna field guesses. All-time season series between Matamida and Hermantown. I've God. seen most of these games. There has say there has 17 been seventeen and one. There has been thirteen meetings. Twelve and one. Eleven and two. Eleven and two. And the two losses: twenty twenty title game, twenty twenty three semis. Oh. 11, oh. 11 and 0 in the regular season. Oh, regular season 11. Yeah, because yeah. they went on I, I a thought streak you were saying forever. Just regular season. In the regular okay. season. Yeah. 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 Well, regular season only counts for regu- nothing. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not contesting that, but they do kind of own you in the state tournament. All right. All right. <laughs> ha- ha- with that being said, Hawks by touchdown. Hawks a by touchdown? a touchdown? All day. God, he wants right. to get back on the show here's really the, bad, the Noah. He's <laughs> just kind of pandering. Like, totally now. pandering. We'll see. All right. Get back to me in a week. Ma- by a I'll touchdown. be there. I'll be at that mm-hmm. game. At okay. A touchdown. Well, are you going up to Duluth? Yeah, I'll go up for that one. All right. Um, if I were going to Duluth, I would go to the Cloquet game. I haven't it's better seen, rink. I haven't seen Hermantown play. <laughs> it is a much better much rink. Better rink. Cell service, lighting, cell service. <laughs> Dave Huddle, sight I love lines, you, man. Sight lines. We got we got to fix the cell service. It's yeah. bad. All right. Um, oof. I'm gonna go Herman Town as well. Part not not because of the home ice. I just think Hermantown's the best A team in yeah. the state. I I, really I agree to that. Uh, and Hermantown. This is not Montemitai's best. Yeah team yet hermantown be is like later the only there. class a team left really with an almost perfect resume if you count the tie against hill as a positive result i agree i agree with that and, and i would say that monomedi currently is leaking goals yes and i i that's scary i have to go hermantown oh we're all going against noah here all right Noah, you get to go first and this is a good game too Rogers, um, he still has him as number three. Chan's probably like eight or nine in his list. Sure. We'll have read this by now. Um, is this game at Chan Hassan? Chan. Okay. Chan Hassan hosts Rogers, Noah. Um, I know a few guys on Chan, so I'll go with Chan. Who are Ooh. the guys that you know? Uh, uh, Earl. 
I know you and Camp a little bit and a few of those guys. So. All right. And you're going Chan. Yep. Oof. This is actually a really good game. You I, saw I'm going to try to get down from Duluth to catch this game. Wow. You are going full nerd. Right, I so know. That's, well, mm, you're going to be rolling in like when the second period starts at best because it's a th- three o'clock puck drop in Hermantown. Oh, it is? More, more like 320. Is it a three or is it a two? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's three. It's usually a three on those Saturday afternoon games. Uh, okay. I'm you pretty sure. Sh- I thought it was a two. It's a one fifteen, really. It's a one fifteen. There, there you go. Wow. You're, you're you're gonna make it, Dave. Make yeah. it. And you will make it to hockey nerd heaven as well. I've done this many effort. times. Gone oof. up to Duluth no and back thanks. and caught two. Okay. Uh oof. we had Rogers coach here. Yes. It's He's no longer Chan. in the building. Uh he could be. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. Um I agree with Noah. I'm going to go Chan Hassan. They have a lot wow. more to prove. It, and I think Chan this week proved a lot to me as well. Um, I just I got to go, go Chan. I got to go Chan. Wow, right man, hard. So I'm Goal once tending. again. Chan has given me no reason to trust them. I mean, yeah, they take me talking overtime shirt. I agree with that. Just. Okay, I'm going to use transit property here. Losing to Andover, yeah, it's the first game of the year. I saw Andover against Benilde. For the first two periods, that was not a top 20 team. Yeah, Just yeah. looking at the body of work, I have to go with Rodgers. I test this week tells me something different with Chance, so that's why All I right. say that. I, I don't think that's a bad one. No. All right, we're back to me for this last game. Um, uh, Buffalo, the yeah. Bison. Yeah. Head north to Memorial Rink where they, you know, hang banner after banner after banner. 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 Only when they win state championships. Um, <laughs> I am going to go. I'm going to go off the board here. Well, what's off the board? I'm Rozo never loses in Rozo. So I'm going Rozo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> weird. Weird. This is a first. <laughs> a first. Okay. Yeah, it's a first. Yeah. I've never done it. It feels kind of weird, actually. How many state titles has Rosa won? Do you know off the top of your head, Noah? Ooh. I honestly don't know. Aaron, Aaron knew. Aaron knew. I think it's seven. Think Thor it's knew. Seven. Thor knew, too. Thor definitely knew. Yeah, Thor yeah. knew. Your yeah. cousin knew. Yeah. This is... He said seven, though. Seven's right. Yeah, seven. Okay. And how many has Buffalo won? Zero. Yeah. I think I got to go with history here. You're going Rozo, too? Yeah. All right. Green looks better than purple. Will? I'll, I'll join you, too. I just I don't see I don't see any way that Buffalo gets it done. Rozo. No, no. But will it be the Elk River Rozo that shows up? Or will it be the Thief River Falls oh, Rozo, Rozo that, that shows, shows up? up? Who's the real Slim Shady? <laughs> Who is the real Rozo team, Noah? Uh, the Rozo against Cherry Apple. I'll we'll take that, hopefully. All right. Okay. So. All right. I'll take that. Well, good deal. Well, what a fun show. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks to Danny and Will Peterson. Great contributions. And uh, what's her name from Lakeville? Thank you, too, for putting together a great Blanky. show. We'll see everybody around the rink. Have a good week. Love is a burning thing. 
and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire i fell into a ring of fire